I brought is a German beer. I apologize. It's super hard for me to pronounce the name. It's Wintenstiffenern. I think. Okay, I okay. don't know. That's Something number like one. That. You want to try again? Wintenstiffenern. <laughs> okay. Do you have a better pronunciation? That's you want to try the closest one. A third one. Wintenstiffenern. I like that one. I think that one. So, one of those has to be right. Do you, so, you want me to pronounce? Do you want to just say it? Yes. So, Give it a shot. Can you pronounce it? You got it? Uh... We hen Stefan Hunter. We hen Stefan Hunter. Backyard Brews. Hey guys, welcome back to Backyard Brews. Today's episode, we are going to explore the world of beer. The theme for our beers are international beers. Could not be from Mexico or Canada because we are in the US and we have a large variety of that that we've tried in the past already. Um, for topics, we are going to cover cartoons that should be made into live action movies. <laughs> and what genres and what cast members we would choose. Kind of like a plot story. Or, yeah. Yeah, plot yeah. story. yeah. Um, so <laughs> let's jump right into it with our first beer of the night, the fifth element. So, but, um, you Jake, you brought this, right? Yeah, I brought, I brought the fifth element. Um, so this one is a German wheat beer. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about it, actually. Kind of just picked it up. I saw Fifth Element, and I literally thought of the movie Fifth Element. So that's what that fits the theme. <laughs> yeah, fifth, yeah, it fits the theme. That's what I thought of when I saw the beer too. And I honestly thought it was going to be it? darker. What's it like, smell? It's a little fruity. Is it fruity? Is I, mean, I, I want to say fruity. Yeah, it, it smells it's a little like, fruity. It's, it's, like a little rotten. Yeah, fermented. It kind of reminds me of the freaking um, pirate ale that I had last time with like that fruity yes. aroma. Yes, not quite yeah. as strong though. Yeah, no. not to that extent. Like a sweeter pirate ale kind of. It's oh. definitely better than the Pirate Ale. I will say that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No offense, um, that one was awful. I did not. Initial, did not like, like taste. Honestly, it tastes like a Budweiser to me. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not a fan of Budweiser. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. But, let's see. All right. Uh, I don't know. I'm not feeling this one myself. Definitely looked like yeah. someone had to take a piss test and was a little bit dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Ha it has that hue about it. Definitely more than dehydrated. <laughs> so it's on par with Budweiser. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's a little bit better than Budweiser. I mean, yeah. I look, it, look yeah, by default, yeah, yeah, you're right. But It's not awful. It's, like I think it's the, the fermented taste for me that throws me off. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's a bit of a kick, but like, yeah. I don't really get much of an aftertaste. Yeah, no, it's, it's, all, it's, the it's initial... all the tongue and then gone. Yeah. Like There's nothing really going down. All right, yeah. so any other opinions? Austin, Dre, Jake? Let me try it. Let me try it. That was a good, good reaction. Yeah. It has a super fruity taste, yeah. and it tastes like a beer that I drink all the time, uh -huh. but honestly, I cannot put my finger on it. It tastes like, I don't know if it's because it's like warmer, or the beer is warmer, but it just has like a kind of no real aftertaste to it. Yeah, yeah. It would yeah, no, be better uh, if it was colder. Uh, so that's it, it's really a summertime summertime beer yeah, yeah. it's really light it's really like yeah. it's, it's not heavy at all like a dark gold yeah. it's a real light yeah. kind of like fruity taste to it you know yeah. mm -hmm. i kind of like i, I kind of like the taste actually. yeah i don't i mean i wouldn't if someone offered me this for sure i'd, I'd take it 100 yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean i don't like the taste but i'll, I'll take anything if, if there's anything left other than uh what we pointed out Better than Budweiser. Can I just say I love this concept of round the world brews. <laughs> Me too. We've got all right. these super fascinating beers in front of us. Mouthfeel. Uh, never had before. What's that, what's that mean? The mouthfeel, like how it feels like, in your mouth, like, like when it sits there. Like some beers sit heavy. Like this one's kind of like 
for me, it's kind of like tingly, kind of like a, yeah. There's a little bit of a tingle to it, yeah, kind of like almost like a champagne, but not definitely right. not champagne. It's really light on the mouth. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's like. It's like apple cider almost. Yeah. It's almost like an apple cider, mm, yeah. like yeah. A adult apple cider. Is how I would describe this. Yeah. 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 You need a hard apple cider. They make those. Yeah. <laughs> do they? Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, we will do I an episode of hard apple cider. Theme on that, really. Yeah. yeah. There's a ton yeah. of them out there. Apple ciders are actually getting really popular too. There's in the craft brew scene, like they're starting to. Apple ciders are kind of what craft brews were like five years ago. Like yeah. if you look at stores, they have like one or two shelves, but they're always growing. Right, right. It's really crazy, yeah. actually. All right, so I guess, Jake, what was your movie uh, idea? So my, my movie idea, so I, I was kind of messing around with a couple, and uh, I think one of them, this one I have to go with because it was one of my favorite shows growing up, was uh, Rugrats. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh. But I'm trying to, I was like sitting there trying to figure out, okay, how can we, because we, we're not trying to make it like a kid's, I guess... That's at least my idea was like trying not to make it a kids movie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like make it an adult movie kind of. Um, so I was trying to think like, okay, where could we go with Rugrats? And that's why I wanted like opinions. Where could we take that? I, I was kind of seeing maybe like a Quentin Tarantino kind of thing. <laughs> well, okay, are are the babies so, grown up? Yeah, they're adults. They're okay. adults. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Like, so like Stu, like Uncle, like Stu is still a crazy. Like he's a crazy inventor now. Like okay. he doesn't make toys anymore. It makes like crazy shit. <laughs> Alright, this is go a complete spy route. So like yeah. I feel like oh, yeah. what we should find out is that the babies were actually genetic experiments because they can talk, right? Okay, are so, we going like baby geniuses territory well, here? That, no, well <laughs> essentially that's what they yeah, were initially. Yeah. But then now as adults they are hired by the FBI as some sort of they're sleeper agents the whole time. Wait, like, so are they kinda like are, okay, so if we're gonna go that route, are yeah. they like is this superpower stuff? No, no, no. Mm. Or is it they like... a slightly above average human. Yeah. Okay, okay, so it's like Matt Damon, like born, like born. born yeah, yeah. Okay. About, yes. So okay. what about you know the child, every, everything they grew up with? It's like a Truman Show kind of deal. It, it was all kind of like staged. And oh yeah, fake. no, 100. It was yeah. all testing for the, exactly. exactly. So as as babies, they were experimented on, given oh, these special oh, gifts. So oh, like, okay, so it starts out as a whole fake world. Yeah, and, yeah. Okay, like they, like they've this. been experimented on. Their dad actually yeah. works for the FBI. So Stu's toys were actually gadgets to help them learn how to use FBI. Like Ooh, equipment. equipment, yeah. So, like, now that they're of age, they are brought into the FBI's world, and, um, you know, each one has a special talent. Um, you know, Tommy is very. He's uh, definitely the leader. He, yeah, he's Absolutely. the leader of the group. But he's, he's, that, like, uh, but he's like that, a that, driver. That, you know? that, yeah, well, yeah. that's exactly it. He, his ingenuity. He yeah. got that from Stu, you know. Like, the leadership was not actually meant to happen. Like, they didn't know which one would become the leader. It just Tommy yeah. is a yeah. born leader. You know, so. Like, that just was an added bonus. They happened to give the MacGyver ability to the born leader. <laughs> Chucky actually is the smartest of them. Yeah. Like, like he, he, his brain enhancement is what really... Did you guys, did you guys ever watch the cartoon Static Shock? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, his, his sidekick. His, the, the guy that um, slowly gained the, ba- the baby boom um, abilities from just Static coming home with it on yeah, his clothes yeah. all the time. That guy, brain, he could communicate with electronics and stuff. Like, oh, God. Um, so that's why I'm thinking for Chucky, not quite to that degree, but like he's just making crazy inventions like on the fly. Like him and Tommy pair up perfectly, which makes sense yeah. because they're like, right. you know, like, best friends no, anyway. Chucky's the brain, Tommy's the brawn. Uh-huh. Actually, no, no, no Tommy's no, not even no, the brawn. He's no, a mastermind. He, he's, yeah. he's a mastermind. He, he's what connects he's, everything he's together. Phil, Phil is the brawn. Like I, I imagine yeah. Phil yeah. like legit <laughs> Have you seen has their mother. Yeah, yeah. Both yeah. The yeah. Both. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they have like also a high mind thing, especially because they're siblings and twins. You know, I want to say like, but Lil would be more of a grifter. Oh, you yeah. like you play more into the that I think, role. I think so. mm. Yeah. 
And so, you know, I think Phil, like, has, like, the has more of the strength. Lil is there. Like, she's also strong, but she's mainly there to keep Phil in check. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like a Hawkeye and, uh, what's her? Black Widow. Black yeah. Widow. No, exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. I, can, um, I can see that one. I have issue with where does Dill fit into all this? Was he even an experiment to begin with, or was he just a Dill breaks baby? off, and he's, he's, he's a bad guy. <laughs> oh, is he the bad guy? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tommy's footsteps. Oh, he's in the shadow of Tommy for so long. Yeah, he can't be in the shadow any longer. Like, at 15 or something, they got introduced to the FBI world, and Tommy just excelled, and Dill got left behind, yeah. and he like oh, no, not he, left behind. he defected. He, it's just he, he's tired of competing. Okay, uh, he's equally as good as Tommy. He's tired of being yeah. the second. Yeah, and Angelica also went off with him. Oh, okay. Okay. She's like the what about Susie? Like, Susie, like, Susie and Kimmy. Scientist. Yeah, Susie and Kimmy. Uh, I, I like to think they're like the um, the people back at base. Like, yeah, you know, everyone. Uh, I was thinking maybe experiments. No, from Kimmy knows kung fu. Kimmy wants to like maybe experiments from another camp. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Susie is like the neutral between the groups. Like she does, she's not on anybody's side. She she defaulted a while ago. Okay. Like she's she's smart. She knows her stuff. All right. So but she couldn't. She she's like a free to, agent. Yeah. She's she just... didn't want to deal with with what was going on. The anymore. politics yeah. behind it. She's not about that. She's a she's a uh, she sees wrong in the world. And she fixes it kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. All right. On either All right. end. On either end. Well, I mean, All right. I can see Kimmy coming up. You know. Were some badass samurai. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. Samurai ninja action scenes. You know what I mean? Y'all laugh, but <laughs> y'all laugh, but it'd be sad. Yeah, 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 like, like real. Yeah. yeah. Is it? That All right. She's uh, she was adopted into the the Finsters, was it? Yeah. yeah she, they went yeah. to Paris. They found uh, yeah. they went they oh, went yeah. to Paris. Found Japanese people <laughs> working at Reptar headquarters in Paris, and so then like they're like, "Yo, you're Paris different. We're going to pick you up." And somehow they imported them to America. It, like imported. <laughs> <laughs> they imported people. That's yeah, that's called, uh, that's human traffic. traffic. Yeah. They imported right. people. But they never what talked, a twist! Yeah. They never talked about right. having to like get their green cards or anything. They just were there. Do we yeah. have uh, a lineup for these? The yeah, well, like yeah, what's the cast? Fully open. This is fully open. Uh, okay, so yeah, um, how old are they? How old? Yeah, are we're thinking like are we thinking early twenties? Yeah, like, like but early late twenties. Late twenties. I would say late twenties for most of them, like early thirties. All right, so this is kind of cheating because I used him in one of my movies, but the guy from Wanted, the main character from the movie Wanted. Oh, he plays Professor uh, X now. James McAvoy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh really? Who, wait, who do you want to cast? Mac McAvoy. Okay. And I think he would be Tommy. I think he really? would mm. say Tommy. See, I, I can't get over his his acting in Wanted. Because <laughs> even though he was like the badass main character, or, it wasn't really all that badass. No, he no. panicked a and lot of the time. No, but yeah, like he's also like well, that's part of his thing. Yeah, like, yeah. But um, I feel like Tommy's like a suave character. Are we yeah. going Tom Cruise then? For are you describing Tom Cruise I right now? Yeah. I was thinking like Zac Efron. Oh, mm. I know that's too suave. Just, yeah, it's too suave. Yeah. Like, I guess like Tommy blends in well enough. Like yeah. he, he's Tom, obviously very. Tommy more... needs to be a good-looking normal dude. Like... Channing Tatum. He's yeah. I can see Channing face. Tatum. He's I can not do... as in your there, face. We are not dancing here. That's the only thing Channing Tatum <laughs> yeah, can like do true. is like pop and lock. <laughs> but, um, those are the two I was thinking for Tommy. Okay, okay. Uh, well, let, let... but I agree. Zach Efron is a little too much. Yeah, he's yeah. a little too out there. But Channing Tatum, I feel like is. I like Channing Tatum. Yeah, I I go Channing Tatum. knows he's handsome. But he's just not, like, he's like, eh, I, 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 I can go with way. that. Like, Anyone else have a better idea? Mm, I'm trying to think of one guy, but I can't put my finger on it. But I guess what what has he been in? I can't remember. Oh, man. Okay. Not recent? Something recent? Uh, Who was our evil character, Phil? Phil and Angelica? No, no, no Dill. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Who would you cast as Dill as the criminal, criminal mastermind? Oh, ask me someone that looks similar to Ch uh, Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Because uh, they're brothers. Like, yeah, yeah. At the end, they have to have some similarities. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, I, I, I think he should have knock on the looks, though, in the group. Like, he, he's, oh, not, uh, he's not who, ugly by any means, but he's that, not... Those two look like Matt, Matt Damon and what's-his-face? Uh, oh, uh, Justin. Leonardo or, no, DiCaprio? No, 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 not Leonardo. No, there's another... Actor. Oh, yo, DiCaprio, though, is Dill. 
Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see Dino because he kind of has yeah. that like like evil mastermind kind of working for Sony. Well, you can make him look younger though. Like, yeah. I mean, is he too old? Where you, you know. Yeah, like well, just a little bit I mean, of that make up and like expand the ages and, and do yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Let's push it to the if we if we push all the uh, if we push everyone to their thirties, then we have yeah. a lot more. Channy Tatum can still be Tommy at that point, yeah. but I really think DiCaprio would be a good like power role as a villain. Yo, okay, for Stu, um, what's his face? De Niro? Uh, no, not De Niro. No, is it the other one that uh, always works with De Niro? George Clooney. Oh, George Clooney. Yes, because <laughs> he can like if you if you saw him in like Inglorious Bastards. Yes, like he's out there. Like he he could he could put on a character. So I'm thinking for Stu because Stu's kind of wacky, uh-huh. but he's also smart, and George Clooney can come off like that. Wait, Stu's the dad, right? Yeah, yeah. Stu's yeah. The I was thinking dad. like Danny DeVito. Danny, no. <laughs> Oh, I like it, but... I like it, but yeah. Put him on some stilts be... <laughs> Put him on some stilts. <laughs> Could you imagine 80-year-old Danny DeVito on stilts? Oh, man. Oh, my Wobbling God. <laughs> Wobbling around. All right, so... God dang it. No, I like George Clooney as too. Yeah. What, what about Chucky? Who do we pass as Chucky? Hmm? All right, is he still kind of nervous? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's he still kind of got that. He, okay. Like, I, I, my argument in the case of the movie that we have put out, like, he, it's not actually nervousness. Like, it's not nerves. Mm-hmm. It's, like, almost like a spider sense, but a very weak form of it, like, where All he right. just senses the inherent danger around him. You uh, know? Like, he's so, always kind of thinking two steps ahead. Yeah, yeah, like, he's always thinking, like, if I do this, X, Y, Z are going to happen. Okay. Oh, okay, for, for Kimmy, if we're going a little older, can we do, uh, what's her face? Um... Lucy Liu? Yes. Not, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm down for Lucy Liu as Kimmy. Okay. Okay, so for, for Tommy, are we, are we okay Ch- with Channing Tatum? Yeah, I think Channing Tatum's a pretty good like, I, yeah. voice. Like, because you can you can dress him down, so to speak, to yeah. where he's not super pretty yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. but he can also pull off like the charming, like... Also, I'd love to see him in an action movie instead of just another dancing movie. Yes. Well, no, he was in uh, Jump Street movies. Was That's he? I, yeah, he was. was yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the kind of character I was thinking of. Like, he's handsome, but he's yeah. not like overly... Like that kind of thing. I I I can dig it. Thank you, Dre. No problem. And then, okay. So for Stu, are we are we okay with George Clooney? With Clooney? Yeah. I'm oh yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. All right. Who are we thinking for Angelica? Um. Oh, who's, uh, who's a good? I want to say like Hillary Angelina Jolie. Oh, no, Angelina. Angelina. That's a bit on the nose. We gotta look for someone who's like I don't know. What's her name for fucking? I mean, she's been casting a lot of movies. Uh, I remember the recent one was like, dog. We have a dog running around here. Oh, like uh, from the movie, the superhero. Oh, there's that one, yeah. Like Brie, uh, Brie Larson. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has kind of an Angelica vibe to me. I'm trying to remember um, her name. She was like in one movie called Lucy. Oh, Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Yeah, she would be, she would be, uh... Angelica. Oh, you want to play her as Angelica? Well, because, well, you know, she's a bit more older, a bit more... Well, actually, I don't know how much older she they are, the age difference between See, them. I was picturing her as, as a... Oh, like the... Not Phil. Uh, Lil? Lil? Lil, yeah. Oh. yeah. Interesting. I was going to, yeah, just her and, and uh, what's his face? Scarlett Johansson for Lil. Yeah. For Lil? Yeah, Jeremy Renner is Phil. Oh, yeah. 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 They're, they're kind of like a power team there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that great up. I like that. I, I, I can dig it. Then we still need to figure out Angelica, then. I'm telling you, Angelina Jolie is like perfect. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Or um, what is it? Um, Jen- uh, Jennifer Aniston is that who I'm thinking of? Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Hmm. No, I feel yeah. like Angelina would be a, a, a better evil character. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right the first time. Who played Susie? Did we already decide that? Oh, oh no, no. Uh, Susie. Um, Halle Berry. Oh no, no, it's not asking me. Oh, 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 Halle Berry. Right. Halle Berry Sorry, Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can see that. I'm on all the stops. 
All right, who do we have left on that? Um... I think it comes about. Those are kind of the main characters. Yeah. All right. I mean that I, that I can see. Maybe maybe Grandpa at one point. <laughs> no. Grandpa's still alive. Yeah, Grandpa's Grandpa like, could he, be. He's a genetically <laughs> engineered robot. Actually. Oh, he's okay. a cyborg by oh, nature. Oh my god. <laughs> Grandpa could be Danny DeVito. Yes. 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 That's Please. what I can see. Or Anthony Hopkins. Wait, can we... Yeah. Ooh, Anthony oh, Hopkins. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins as the grandpa? Yeah. Really? He plays yeah. a good old guy, dude. He, like, he is old. Yeah, I know he is too, old, but... I feel like he's too creepy. And Danny Well, DeVito's yeah, but he's super old, old at this point. But, like, um, I guess... Where do we stand on the character of Grandpa? Is like, he, like, the funny, bumbling old guy? No, well, no or... at this point, he's, he's like, so old. Yeah, okay. No, at this point, he's so old, he has seen so much from the FBI, like, shit. Yeah, I mean... he is just, like, a loose cannon at this point. Could pop off at any minute. Maybe he's no longer stable to even be maybe included him, in on this, but somehow he ends up saving on. the day. Like maybe helps him free them from the agency. Yeah, like yeah. he he somehow goes AWOL while everyone else is like okay. trying to figure out what to do, and oh. he just breaks that. He breaks out them out. Like, so if we're thinking, no, 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 better yet, he goes AWOL. They have to go after him. Then he tells them the truth. Oh yeah, the deep CD oh, like underbelly oh, of the FBI. Twist. So he's the got twist. he's got Susie. That's why Susie broke off. Yeah, she she okay. he already told Susie about this like. Okay. He's been telling. She's, I, she is a bit older than the other. So guys, actually, so. I think Angelica and Susie. He's been telling them stories since they were young. You know, like about the FBI. Yeah. And that's why Angelica defected to go bad. Right. Like she's like, well, the FBI is crooked. Why yeah. don't I neutral. just? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah. and then Susie yeah. went slightly different. She broke off, but she became a, a true neutral. Yeah. Like, okay. I like this idea. Oh. All right. So Grandpa's kind of like the neutral ringleader. Yeah. He's the, he's the one with all the stories of, of what's really going on. I like okay. it. I like okay, it. Okay. So. All right, so for Angelica, I'm writing all this down. So Angelica, <laughs> so we have a million dollar idea, baby. Well, I mean, it's gonna be on you know, here, but I want to be able to recap, you know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So for Angelica, we we're thinking Julie. Yep. Okay. And then uh, was it Susie? We we're saying we we're saying Hall Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. And then Grandpa, we we're are we? Yeah, we're, we're, what we're are we? What are we thinking? Anthony we're, Hopkins. If, he, if he's going to, yeah. he's going to defect. He's going to be an actual. Yeah. Like, if he's going to do action, it's going to be Anthony Hopkins. He doesn't okay. have to look exact, but okay. yeah. Because most movies are like, they, okay. make, they don't make the characters look exactly Yeah. Well, no. They're just like... It's an adaptation. <laughs> well, I mean, I could see Grandpa, like, hiding in the mountains, like, hiding out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Tommy goes and, like, visits him sometimes. Yeah. And gets this, like, weird, yeah. you know, character boost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you. And then they stop fighting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. we Did we actually figure out Dill? Uh, who did we figure out for Who did I say? I said someone. No, I swear, yeah. I, I can't remember for Dill. Hang on, give me a second. I think we have a couple ideas. Oh, uh, Jeremy Rayner. Oh, no, no, no. He's, uh, no, he's, no, he's he, Phil. He's Wait, Phil. Phil. Oh, Dill. Oh, yeah, no, we did, uh, Leonardo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we, we raged everyone age, remember, to like yeah, yeah. 30, so we're like, yeah, like no. But Tommy, Channing Tatum's playing Tommy, though. So we gotta, we gotta have somebody slightly younger. Okay. Because okay. they're supposed to be brothers, right? Right. Yeah. There's a bit of an age gap. I mean, it's only like a two-year age gap, but they have to be close in age, like... Uh, Close enough to play the part, at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Rock. No. <laughs> the... It, it, like I think we agreed, Dill has to be slightly more average looking. Like, yeah. Who, who could look younger though? Because Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> We're not trying to steal the decoration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make a hit here. Uh, not a Ghost Rider. <laughs> um. Well, how about uh, Captain America then? Oh, oh okay. um, what's this? Yeah, what's this? Name? Chris Evans. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Okay, yeah. I, can, yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Chris Evans is about that. Chris Evans is a, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, okay. so they do look similar enough. I think they're around the same age. Yeah, I'm not yeah. too sure. No, I, I, I really suck yeah. at thinking about actors until someone mentions what they're yeah, in. Yeah, no, and I have the name. I'm like, oh, that's the like yeah. the Chris Evans. Thing. I've always yeah. been so bad with that. Okay, so I think that's that's like all the main characters. Right? Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So like a recap for the characters at least. Tommy is going to be played by Channing Tatum. George Clooney is going to play Stu. 
Lucy Liu is going to play Kimmy. Uh, Jeremy Renner is going to be Phil. Mm-hmm. And Scarlett Johansson is going to be Lil. Angelina Jolie is Angelica. Susie is going to be Halle Berry. <laughs> um, like Anthony that. Hopkins is going to play the grandpa. And Dill is going to be played by Chris Evans. Okay. Is that pretty much, that, that's pretty much all the That's pretty much everyone. Right? I think so, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I, like, I like the spy thriller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rugrats. Okay. Yeah, I could totally see myself spending fifteen dollars to go <laughs> yeah. see that. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. If I mean, someone spun it like in just the right fashion, like if I saw if they had a good enough trailer, I yeah. could totally go. Oh yeah. I could totally see myself going and seeing it out of morbid curiosity at the very least. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Are we moving on to Dre then? I, I yeah. think so. All right. So introduce your beer, my dude. The beer that I chose is called Praga. It's a dark lager from. It says, I'm just reading on the labels, authentic Czech, 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 Czech. Yeah. and it's a good old imported beer from the Czech Republic. Okay. Kind of has a chocolatey, yeah, like taste to it. Yeah. Um, it's very dark, like. Mmm, yeah. I like the taste of that. On par with that of like a brown ale or a porter. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think a porter. Um, yeah, it definitely has like a chocolatey aroma and taste. Mm. I feel no. like this beer kind of like keeps pace with what Dre's been bringing to the table with like death and taxes. Yeah, yeah. And, like You're those chop. He is. He's I am all about the yeah. yeah. It's a little um, velvety. Uh. That's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's actually it's like, actually smooth. Yeah. It's a smooth. It's smooth. See, that's what I like to try. But like, I like stouts, but I don't like the harsh way. Like yeah. drinking, it's got the it's got like a bite to it. I like the smoother yeah. kind of yeah. ones that I can try and find. It's definitely, it sticks around in your mouth a lot more than the other one. Yeah. Like, they're polar yeah. opposites, basically. Yeah. Where one had, like, almost no texture or aftertaste. aftertaste. It just was there and gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, this lasts mm-hmm. and just, like... Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, try, I also try to find anything about the beer itself, but, man, he pointed me towards, like, big Czech Republic uh, facts about beer. And, boy, <laughs> they love their beer. They beat the Irish. They beat us Australians. They beat everyone because uh, apparently there's a... Uh, they calculated per capita how much they drink uh, per year, mm-hmm. and it, it the, so we uh, here in the, in the uh, U.S. we drink 20 gallons a year. That's in the United States as a whole. The Czech Republic drinks 38. Well, there he is. Are you guys getting like any sort of like smell from it? I, it's like a chocolatey like, smell. That's what I, I get. Yeah, it's I slightly. Like, it's uh, not like super strong. Yeah, it's not, it's not really. Yeah, Nothing they good. they drink right. a big whopping thirty eight gallons of beer. That's thirty eight like like that's an average too for that whole country. That's one. So it, it's the equivalent of one twelve ounce a day for every man, woman, and child. That is ah. <laughs> uh, so and there's a lot of facts that I found. My favorite one that I found was uh, first brewery opened up in nine hundred and ninety three A D by monks in monasteries in the tenth century, and then in the thirteenth century because they found out that hops were very important as an import and an export. If you were caught stealing them, you were put to death. Huh, that's crazy. <laughs> sounds fair. That sounds, sounds like a really okay. Czech Republic thing to do. Right? Also, their nightlife with bars are interesting. They they um, open their bars early, so like 3 to 4, 5 to 6 around those hours, but they close at 11 because they believe that bars are for socializing, not for staying out to drink. Interesting. Right. Yep. So it's just kind of like a club mm-hmm. type thing. You go and you just talk to people. Talk and... to people, have a good time, and then close right. up is on 11, and then they just go home. Interesting. Very, very different culture indeed. Uh, uh, they're trying to right now. Oh yeah, the Czech is home to the original Budweiser. The name itself <laughs> was uh, originated from the Czech Republic. Uh, and the final one that I thought was interesting was uh, communism. Back in uh, so World War, around World War Two, uh, when the communism th- was at its height, when it swept through the Czech Republic, they had over a thousand breweries at first, 
uh, during the twentieth, the early twentieth century, but then it slowly, you know, eroded over time because of the, you know, the rules of communism mm -hmm. and it crippled them, it crippled the whole beer industry. But now, because you know, people now enjoying what's it called, uh, microbreweries and uh, tiny little areas where they can just create their own drafts and everything, um, it's slowly rising back up again. This is one of their drinks. Oh, very cool. Okay, so a lot of cool stuff. Praga, the dark lager. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very good. All right. It. What's your movie idea, my dude? My movie idea. I had a bit of a thought about it. I had like three of them, but the one I couldn't stop thinking about was uh, so uh, Disney's Recess. Oh yeah. But oh. As a it's, it's a as a prison break kind of <laughs> idea. Okay yeah. okay. yeah. Yeah. I can dig like this. That. Yeah. And I was slowly thinking. About it, I was like, oh man, who do we get to play as a character? Because you know, there's there's a lot. You already got your your warden. You already got your uh, your snitches and everything. Oh yeah. The thing is, though, well, like, got like the guards. All right, so you need a cast. Like the yeah, movie, the yeah. movie makes it look like itself. Yeah, it's an episode of recess. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you, there's a big cavalade cast of characters, but uh -huh. I'm just gonna focus on the main ones. I feel like you could, okay. that that you could do that as a Prison Break show. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like all a right. Whole show as a whole series, but as a movie. Yeah. I, I feel like you, you know, do a really you, good job. You know, a, a bit of you know opening up in the beginning shows you a bit the prison life. That is, you know, uh, I forgot the name of the high school man. Yeah. Oh, but that's just good stuff and, and since it's right itself like well then I should just go dive like I'm trying to think any plots any twists is mm -hmm. it like you know in the uh, recess uh, movie you know they find out a lot of plot twists about characters coming in out of nowhere saying this or my that. favorite was always King Lu or what, what King was Bob King, king Bob, Bob yeah up on top of the freaking oh, dude yeah. King Bob is totally he's the king of the fucking prison oh, yeah. dude he's, the... he's gotta be not a main character but yeah. he's gotta be in the he's no, yeah, he's yeah. there no, he's, he's, he's the guy yeah, that yeah. actually probably points at, so what do we think? Uh, so are we thinking the whole recess gang's trying to break out, or is it just the main core group? Of See, recess honestly, trying to break out? I think I it's thinking, the core group. The core group. Yeah. So King Bob then definitely directs them in the right direction. Like yeah. I feel like in prison he's become instead of um, like instead of chaotic neutral like he was because he had like the kindergartners remember like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's God, become he's he's be, he's become um, like just pure neutral basically, mm. and so. Like, he doesn't help the security guards, really, but he also doesn't cause trouble for them. That's why he has no, such a high... Exactly. That's why he can basically do what he wants, but at the same time, he helps enough of the prisoners out to where he's well, attained this level King, of... I was thinking of King Bob, that he was, like, the head of some mafia group. That's oh, why yeah. he gets oh, a high okay. status in the... Yeah. You know, because, you know, uh, in the movie Goodfellas, they, they show you that mm -hmm. scene where uh -huh. they, the guys are living it nice and cushy in the prison. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like... What, what's this all about? Then you learn, oh, this is what the yeah. high mobsters do to their people. They look after them. And so definitely King Bob is that kind of, like, uh, type. I, I think King Bob should... King Bob's definitely the shot caller. Yeah. He's a shot caller in prison there. So, he yeah, he's the head guy. He's like, no one's going to mess with him. The guards basically work for him. The prisoners mm -hmm. know that, that he's got his hand in everything. Mm -hmm. If you can warm up to King Bob, you've got it pretty yeah. good. It doesn't like... matter what gang you're in. King Bob's your guy. He's what the he guy that goes. you go to yeah. as long as if you can be a chill dude, he's chill with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, and the end goal is that yeah, the the main group just wants to escape. Like they've maybe they lived there, there for too long, and maybe the, the it's just the times that's getting harsher, and they just went out. Can we get Seth Rogen as the big dude Gus? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Seth Rogen. Can we get Seth Rogen? <laughs> And, and the factor in that. Oh yeah, like it, 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 Kevin James. Kevin oh yeah, James. Oh, no, oh, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Okay, you just got a picture of well, like blonde hair. Which one's more fitting? Definitely uh, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. I, like when it comes down to comedy, I have so many actors that's whirled around in my brain. Oh, yeah. Like Zach Galifianakis is a wild card too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I can see this having like a Shawshank. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking the whole time. Like, 100%. Okay, who's the lead? TJ. Who plays mm -hmm. TJ? Are you changing the <laughs> changing the yeah. Yeah. No, uh, 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 all, in all seriousness. All right. Uh, 
Oh man, who plays Mark Wahlberg? Mark, oh, oh yeah, Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Mark yeah. Monkey Bunch. Is he the guy who's like, uh, where's my daughter? That type of guy? No, no, no. That's no. Amazing, that you're thinking <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. Um, um, Wal- Wal- Mark Wahlberg, have you seen the movie Four, Four Brothers? Yes. He was in Ted, he- too. Oh, he, he was yeah, like the main character. Yeah, character yeah, okay, so, he, he plays a wide variety. He can be yeah, a serious yeah. or he can be a comic. Like, well, he's a great actor. What was that one movie? Oh, he's one of my favorite. Um, was it War of the World? Was he in that one? Oh yeah, uh, the remake of World. Yes, yeah, the, the remake of it. Yeah, where he has <laughs> yeah. to get son and his daughter. Like, yeah. <laughs> trying to think if I've seen that one. It's about aliens. That yeah, no, I, I know it. He knows the story of War of the World. He just doesn't know. I don't know if I've seen that. The one. Right. So yeah, Mark Wahlberg for TJ. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Um, what's the girl's name in? So we got Ashley and Gretchen. So we got Ashley and Gretchen. Wait, which one? Which one was Ashley? Ashley was the you know the really. They call her Spinelli. though. Her name was Ashley. She was one of the Ashleys originally. Yeah. Okay. Gretchen is the smart. It's the geeky one, right? Um, all right. Let's think Spinelli. Okay. Okay. Is uh, this ju- this is a unisex? Oh yeah. Prison. Oh, see, no, uh, you know, it's just it's is a, that the challenge? Does it, are they, maybe uh, the. So I'm thinking it's a it's a minimum, sec- it, the minimum yeah. security. Yeah. 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 Minimum security. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, that counts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you could play it like that. that. Yeah. It's yeah. communal There's, time. Like they don't yeah. share yeah. like. Okay. Just the, they like, don't yeah. share like a um, unit like blocks. Uh-huh. They but they do share like a prison is both. There's a common area. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. What they call it like a conjugal time? Conjugal time. Yeah. <laughs> they, can, they can meet up. They're yeah. adults at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so who are we getting, though? Uh, what, what's her... We talked about this a while ago, or when we were talking about this, you know, on the trip back home, but uh, what's her name? Oh, um, the one from plays, The Last of Fury? Yeah, what, what's her name? Oh, oh freaking Letty. Letty. What Letty. Is, we always forget her name. Well, that's not her name, but... Yeah, no. It's <laughs> not her name. That's not her name, I feel like she would be... A good Spinelli. A good Spinelli, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, just, she, like, oh, comes no, off dude. just hard enough. Cast. All right, but what about uh, I? I can agree with that. But what about the uh, geeky girl? Michelle then? Rodriguez. Yeah, Michelle oh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the geeky one. Um, what's her name? Uh, she she's a comedic actor. She's a bigger bigger blonde lady. She um, plays uh, big, big. Her her comic name is Big Something or other. Like she calls it. I don't know. I've never seen her stand up, so I'm, I don't know. I've only ever seen her in movies. Hmm. She plays like familiar. she plays Fat Amy. Yeah. In a lot of movies. What what what's her name? I forget what her name is. Um, I feel like that's Kevin, not. Look that up. <laughs> Fat Amy. Yeah, yeah. Look that up, Kevin. Look that up, Kevin. Please. Um, oh. Then, oh. Did, her? Yeah, yeah. What, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, oh, she's an Australian actor. Yeah. Wait, what? She, yeah, I think she's from Australia. No, no, yeah. Go back. She's like the only blonde person from Australia. You know, she was in. Uh, she's blonde and Rebel white. Wilson. Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Yes. Yeah. I think she would be good for that. Do you think that the scrawny geeky girl chunked up that much in prison though? Uh, like. Well, this is assuming that these are still the same kids from school. Are we, they all just yeah, went to okay. prison yeah, together? Maybe not. Yeah, they somehow all ended up in prison together. Okay. Like, because, like, you know, that that's the yeah. one thing about that. Who, who else could play the geeky They're from the wrong side of town, dude. Huh? Everyone ends up in prison. <laughs> what? Oh, who could play man. that The fucking old-ass teacher is in prison. So, literally, every <laughs> single person from that school, including the teachers, now go to prison. Yes. Uh, this is a bad neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the wrong side down. Oh, man, you know, I keep thinking of, like, badass uh, females uh, like Norma Thurman and all that. Yeah, not, not, not fit in that profile. No, because no. she's too, like... Well, yeah. the thing is, she doesn't need to be... Yeah, she doesn't need to be badass, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. She needs to... yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, she's, she's maybe hardened because of pr- you know, I know yeah. gonna get picked on. Yeah. So hard. I feel like naturally hardened, but still kind of like that unsuspecting. Kind of I think the question you know. is, how long have they spent in prison? Mm, like, that's true. How, how how long are we thinking? Are we thinking like say, a couple years, ten years? I would like, say they, they haven't. They knew each other outside of prison. They they were involved in a robbery. Yeah, oh, yeah, a layering outside story. On top yeah, of they this. were they were involved Ooh. in a heist. Yeah. 
So, let's see. I like that idea. Uh, yeah, they were involved in a heist, and that's why they're trying to get out, and that's why they know how to get out. Because they all have, maybe they all have a piece of how to get to the get to the good. They all, they all have goods. a very particular set oh, of skills. Oh, hang on. What if we rewind? Yeah. And each one of them is trying to get out on their own at first. So, all right. So just follow me. So they all so they all went to the school together. Right. And then they all um they all got busted in one big heist, right? Okay. okay. Except for like um. Except for like Gus, he came in later. Like they yes. caught him afterwards. So Just Gus, like the show, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Gus, so Gus hid the loot from the heist. All right. And then he got sent to prison for another reason entirely. He tried to do a heist on his own. Okay. So they're all trying to get out, but Gus, being the loyal friend that he is, he told everyone where he hid the loot. So they're all trying to get out on their own, and it's up to TJ to unite the group in order for them to be able to get out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like so that. it's kind of like they fell apart once they got into prison because yeah. it's every man for themselves. What about so, a very TJ and, thing? And then TJ has to like slowly get the band back together, so to speak, yeah. to get out of prison and get the loot. That, that is a TJ thing. I do for like sure. maybe the twist is TJ had it, you know, planned all along. Yeah, TJ comes through. <laughs> oh, and he's, yeah. he, he screws everybody else over. <laughs> yeah. And he walks off with the loot like Matt well, Damon the, in the sunset. Yeah. And, like the, fi the final, the final like. Um, a scene is him and Spinelli just walking off into the sunset. I always felt like they were totally yeah. like yeah, in yeah, each yeah. other. Like, an item. Okay. Yeah. So like they just walk off with the loot while everyone okay. else is getting arrested by the cops oh, what again. Did say? No, no. See, that's not the heart of you know recess. They're all friends. Maybe they walk away, but they don't walk away as much as they. Money thought. changes people though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that turn. They're hardened from life in prison. Also, dude. I would say okay. So like TJ the, had to take some stuff off the butt. The three main <laughs> characters then would be TJ, Gus, and Spinelli for right, sure. Oh yeah, it's right. definitely Those are the three main main. Um, characters. Who who was the little nerdy? Um, so let's see. So it's been our uh, Gretchen. So we can we can come back to Gretchen. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we gotta Small think about little different. nerdy guy. But how about Gus? No, that, uh, well, how about Gus? The fat guy. We have a Seth Rogen, right? Like, uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Uh, I can see. Uh, what's his name? God, I always escapes me. I would say. Are we are we thinking are, are we trying to stay around the same ages or can we? Yeah. Can we do no, James no, Franco as Gus? No, actually, uh, I was thinking. Um, Kind of like that. What's his name again? Mm -hmm. It's on the tip of my tongue. He's maybe really... James. Ooh, who did we pick for TJ? Mark uh, Wahlberg. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, who plays um? Hmm. Actually, Steve, yeah. no. Mark Wahlberg's a pretty good yeah, like. Good what TJ, about yeah. what about Steve Carell? Steve Carell for, for Gus. Gus. Okay. Prison Mike. More like a comedy. Yeah, prison. Exactly. <laughs> More like. Well, he has been in some yeah. serious roles. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. Couple, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or uh. What's the well, who, who's actor to play forty year old virgin? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Is, that, is that Steve Carell? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking yeah. of too. Then Steve Carell for Gus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. okay. More like, like an awkward type. Yeah. You know, dweeby right. type role. Or um, the only other guy for Gus is the guy who the played the crazy guy on Armageddon that wanted to blow up, the, that wanted to ride the missile. Um, uh, oh, uh, Steve Buscemi. Uh, yeah, Steve Buscemi. Oh, Steve Buscemi. Like, Gus? Yeah. Oh, as like, as I, I like that. Yeah, I, I, I would love him as Gus. Like, yeah. he's another one of the really underrated actors. And then, I really really and then later on, you know, he ties into Con Air, which. Now Nick Cage is involved. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we're Cyrus the fucking fire. Oh, like, um, <laughs> who was the other guy? Vincent. Uh, yeah, Vincent. Vincent. The yeah. Who would he be? Kevin Hart just comes straight to mind. <laughs> Kevin Hart? Oh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. Yeah, or... You guys uh, heard about his neck what? injury. Oh, Ooh, no. Yeah, yeah, the car accident. Yeah, oh. didn't he, like, pull his, like, some old-school muscle car down a hell or oh, something? Oh, shit, no. Way. Dang, dude. That, that was, like, within the last three days. Yeah. Dang. Oh, shit. No, yeah, I didn't hear that. But he survived. Okay, so he's out. Yeah. He survived, but... <laughs> he's out of action. <laughs> he's out of action. He's out of action for, like, another couple weeks. Who else is a pretty good... He is. He bounces back, yeah. Who would fit fucking Vincent's role? I, I I would say I would say Kevin Hart would be good. Yeah, yeah I can. Maybe, I mean, I like it. Yeah, either Kevin Hart or maybe like uh, oh, um, Danny Glover. Danny Glover <laughs> is that Donald Glover? Do Donald Glover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about Gucci Man, right? Like Gambino. 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 G
I always wondered who Gucci Mane was. Is it Gucci <laughs> Mane or Gambino? What, what, what's Charles Gambino. Gambino. Charles Gambino. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that's Donald Glover. Uh, yeah. He would, yeah, pretty good Vincent as well. Yeah. yeah. He did really well. I, all right, so I will say, unpopular opinion, I know among some of our friend group, the Lion King movie was not that bad, and Donald Glover played Simba and did a great job. Uh, like, playing I didn't see it. So I didn't even realize he played Simba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah in, in the Lion King, the remake, the movie. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no. Like, unpopular oh. opinion. Our friend group, there's polarizing. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Kevin Hart though for Vincent. Yeah, so it's, it's a toss up between Kevin yeah. Hart and Donald. We'll see. And whoever comes in cheap. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, save on the budget. All right. They can both do it. Okay. Here we go. Both brilliant. King Bob. King Bob. Who, do we want some? <laughs> <laughs> do we want somebody like? Is this gonna be a comedy, or is it? Or is I it think we're heading out to comedy. You know, I think like, so. Kevin Hart and Seth okay. Rogen. Definitely on the lighter side. Okay, yeah. So we get we get Danny DeVito to play like one of his old mob characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking like as far as seriousness goes, like recess. Yeah. With like a rapey vibe, like an escape from prison vibe type recess. Like it's like fun and exciting. Fun and exciting, but you might get shanked to the shower, you know, or might get shanked. Oh yeah, I mean, food hall type deal. You know what I mean? A thing where you know, like a reminder that they are in prison. Yeah, actually, yeah. You know, I feel like that would be the opening scene. So who could we pick a character to get to get shanked in the shower, like opening scene? Randall. But it like yeah. plays. It plays the he's song from recess. Well, okay, but he gets stabbed because he snitches. So yeah, but that, you know that what? Would be, like the first ten that's a, yeah. He's the first two things that's gonna happen with that. It's gonna set the tone as serious, but at the same time, people secretly are gonna be like, yes, because oh, then yeah. they hated Randall in the fucking yeah. cartoon. Mm-hmm. But if you play the theme song from recess in the beginning during that, <laughs> people from our generation are gonna get it. Well, it's, you know it's, it's, I mean? a, it's a remake. It's a remix, of course, of the of the theme song. <laughs> For real. Did you imagine watching someone get stabbed to that song? Oh my god. That's exactly it, though. That's what really hits me. Like, that's apparently, like a paper yeah. cut. That's, that's when we're like, oh, this is real. I can't remember if it was a, a thing I read or a study, but they said, like, you know, the most the most brutal way to captivate a, a, a tragedy or something is that you play the most pleasant music as it's happening. Uh-huh. That's what Quentin Tarantino yeah. does in yeah. a lot of his films. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. All right. Okay, so okay. Uh, yeah, Randall definitely has to be in the movie because he is the snitch in this. He yeah. probably survives the shank. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 But he's out commission for a little. Well, who's who's going to be the rat bastard that plays um, Randall? I feel like that's a Steve Shimmy. <clears throat> oh, it, all right. So if we don't have it, if we if we um, yeah, I can go with that. Like, who do we have for Gus then, though? Or um, or uh, what's his face? Um, shit. What's the other guy? Uh, Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> I'm terrible with that. Right. So, 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 well, the, the final three characters that I want to concentrate on: King Bob. So we got we got King Bob with the the principals. So Ward, it's gonna be Ward and Prickly, and then Miss Finster. Miss <laughs> Finster is the is the is the teacher from um, freaking um, who plays the principal? That, that's what we're trying to figure who out. Who is the uh, actor in Dirty Harry? Ooh, um, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood? Hey, Clint Eastwood. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Warden. Yeah. As, as, okay. Yeah, I can like see so. that. Well, you just need know. to give him like. If all you gentlemen agree. I was thinking. Um, I like it. Um, I was thinking Mr. Finney from Boy Meets World. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. Uh, Is he still alive? Is that actually? I still don't alive? know. Is Clint Eastwood still alive? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're both dead. Oh yeah, yeah. No. He's still alive for sure. Is he? Is he? No, I think he's still alive and kicking. Okay. Jamie, pull it up. So then, who's left? <laughs> uh, Miss Finster. Miss Finster. And Gretchen. And Gretchen. Never Ooh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Gary Busey plays. Uh, no, <laughs> Gary Busey. He, he plays Randall. Okay. Yeah, I like. I, I, I'm down. Oh, okay. I like. I, Gary I, I Busey's got that I've been in prison look like, too. Yeah, no, he hasn't. It's just like. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 okay, wait, wait. Who's playing us? Who's playing us? Again? Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve That's Buscemi. who. We, unless we can, can we switch them? Because I feel like I feel like Gary Busey would be isn't so much a snitch though. 
Steve Buscemi would would play the snitch part quite a bit better. I, I, I do agree with that. It's kind of the mousy right. like yeah. rat. The, 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 yeah. the backup for Gus we have is Steve Carell. Hmm. Steve Carell might be pretty good there too. Yeah. Oh, as the as a snitch. Actually, or I was just thinking about Gus? the warden. We could have um, William Defoe play it. Ooh, Ooh that's like kind that. of yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was watching um, what's it called? Uh, uh, something, something with the Buddhist Budapest Hotel. Something, something dark. Oh, oh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, the Grand Budapest Hotel, and he is like, he his role as a killer was pretty spo- like pretty good in that movie. But again, you know, I've seen other movies where he's just been so good. Yeah. So as a warden, he'll definitely pick that up. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. And who's the last character? Gretchen and. So we got Gretchen and King Bob. All right. So King Bob needs to be a role. Needs to be a leader that people look up to. But he also kind of has to be slightly douchey so that people yeah. are kind of turned off by him at the same time. Um, oh, who's a douchebag like that? <laughs> I like that. That's the way. That's the first part that you go to. Yeah. <laughs> Not the leader. Uh, Can we do um, Leonardo DiCaprio for that? Oh, we could yeah. do Leo, but um, I mean, I feel clean. like. Watch, he knows. I feel like he'd be perfect because he's kind of a douche. Like, yeah. have you seen the Great Gatsby role? Yeah. Like, and, and, the, and the Wolf on Wall Street. Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's really like, like, I like that yeah. one. Yeah. So that's uh, uh, Or wait, the other option is who's the guy who played in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, I don't know. Dude. I have no idea who that guy is. What's, what's that actor? I don't know. Kevin. Oh, no. <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> you know the one that on his head? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, Kevin's the Jamie from Joe Rogan. <laughs> All right, who's going to be the feisty old lady, Miss Finster? Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Betty White is Betty, Betty White. <laughs> is Betty White. Is Betty White so alive? Betty White's still alive. It would have been like news if Betty White had died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh... Hey. All right, so where were we? Miss Finster. All right, Miss Finster. I feel like we were on something good. Who's yeah. a hot? Ooh, who's a like? I tried to think Betty of Betty White. Betty yeah. White. Yeah. Like, talking about Betty White. But I'm trying to think of like a real hot ass. Yeah, because Betty White seems like a sweetheart. You know what I mean? Like, I like her, but Betty White is the like. Like the underdog badass, like she's sweet, yeah. But when she's a badass, she's a badass. Uh-huh. She's like, let me make you some cookies, but fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what her name. There aren't a whole lot of really good like, like older, old actresses. Yeah. Actresses. There's a lot of old actors, but yeah. Um, who's the, who's the lady mm-hmm. who played um um Adam Sandler's um mom or grandma in Happy Gilmore? Oh, uh, she dead. Ooh. Is she dead? I think she did. If she's not, then wasn't wow. Good to your help. Never mind. Just I don't remember that one. Okay. Say, wasn't that Betty White? Was no. that Betty White? Yeah, it was somebody like that, yeah. Oh, shit. There was, is it, did she also play in Everybody Loves Raymond? Is she the mom in that? Oh, that's a good mother. Uh, no, she's she's also in, um, she's dead. Know, she's dead. <laughs> she's, she's dead. She did. That's what I was asking. Grandma. I wish we could, next, uh, if we ever play this again, this time I wish we could like, put the time machine and see who else we can grab. Doris Roberts is the one that you're talking about, Kevin. And she died in 2006. Yeah. That's what's all. She was a great actor. Uh, trying to find somebody. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. <gasps> Meryl Streep. Oh, my God. Dude, Academy Award winner. Dude, okay, that is... Uh, or Sigourney she, Weaver. I like Meryl Streep. Actually, if, we, if you make Sigourney Weaver look older, she would be that kind of gruff. Yeah. I'm saying Meryl Streep or Sigourney Weaver. All right. I feel underqualified to be on this podcast <laughs> with the names that you guys are dropping. I can't even come up with the most basic. All right, Don't it's worry. all good. This is one episode. This is one topic. As, as long this as is how you learn, it's all good. Yep. It's a learning curve, my dude. So, Jake, right. we're thinking um, Sigourney Weaver or Meryl Streep. Well, Miss Finster. Ooh. I like Meryl Streep personally I like Meryl a little Streep, more. Yeah, because she, what she played in uh, 
Don't wear Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. She's a real bitch in that movie. <laughs> and um, she also, uh, what was it, Alien or something, right? Wasn't that's like Gordon Weaver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I like Sorry. I like Meryl Streep. I think, yeah, I think Meryl I do Meryl like Meryl Streep a little more. All right, Meryl Streep it is. Then. Can I just say the OG Alien movie was yeah. the shit? Yeah. 80s cyberpunk, dude. Hell yeah. Do we have any cast members left? That's it. That's all of them. All right, on. All right, so... All right, so go ahead and go down the list real quick, just so we can recap. All right, so for Randall, we have Steve Buscemi. For Miss uh, Miss Finster, we chose Meryl Streep. Uh, for Spinelli, we got Michelle Rodriguez. For oh shit, we missed oh we missed out on Gretchen. All right, well keep reading oh, down yeah. while we think of Gretchen. Uh, TJ is Mark Wahlberg. Mikey is played by Zach Galifianakis. Gus is played by uh, Steve Carell. And Vincent is played by either Kevin Hart or Donald Glover, so we'll see who's the who'll pick up on that one. King Bob is Leonardo DiCaprio, and the Warden is played by good old William Dafoe. All right, nice. so Gretchen, we need uh, a, we need a nerdy. So I guess I was thinking like Felicia Day. Oh, um, okay, yeah. No, kind of like fits the overall. Overall, yeah, I can see that. Like, then... it's not a perfect fit. Yeah, but it's definitely yeah. that's like, like the best I could really you, you, think. You of. try to cast as best as possible, yeah. and then if you can't, you're just like she was. She can fit this role. What's her name from The Princess Diaries? Oh, I don't know. Duff? No. <laughs> Not Hillary Duff. Duff. Some blonde girl like that, right? Uh, Princess. Oh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Okay, there we go. Oh, oh. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I feel like yeah. she'd be good for Gretchen. For Gretchen. All right, let's go to that one then. All right, so All we got right, Gretchen. I got my... Oh, man. I think the next thing I want to do is try to see how much the cost would be for such a star-studded lineup. <laughs> Keep your list, and then maybe another few yeah. podcasts will go into how much the production would cost. <laughs> for just the actors alone. My, mine is but... definitely going to be like the most expensive. Like, what do you see the actors right, I had chosen? So already. shall we move on to the third? Yeah, so All what righty. we got? That would be mine. All right, Kevin, what you got for us, dude? All right, today I bring the Tagcaster by the Samuel Smith Brewery. Mm. It is from the UK, Yorkshire to be exact. It is an oatmeal stout. Mm. Uh, the brewery itself was founded in 1758, mm. and uh, they've grown. They've, you know, of course, developed different types. They do ale, stouts, lagers, what have you. Uh, something that really sets them apart, however, is that they are still using their traditional Yorks- Yorkshire stone fermenting kind of tubs, Ooh. which they had when they first opened. Wow. And they're still using the same strain of yeast since the 1800s. <laughs> to make their beers. Wow, that's, um, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, you can yeah. actually, you can actually tell. I just, I, I really like this one. Mm. Has a little bit more of a bitter taste than yeah. our last, uh, than the lager, which was oh, a similar like, in appearance. Like Mouth, it's a little drier. Yeah, it, is, I was it, say it has a. Dry it reminds me yeah, of, kind of um, like a brute, like a champagne, mm-hmm. like a brute. Mm. I really got that from the Fifth Element. Yeah. The. Uh, you know, champagne taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely lasts longer in your mouth than the last two. Yeah. Like, this one's definitely overpowering everything else. Overall, the taste, um, I can't pick out any real, like, key flavors to it. It's just kind of like an amalgam of flavor with alcohol in it. Yeah. Mm. It has a really strong aroma, though, compared mm-hmm. to the last one. It has, a, like, a nice aroma. Yeah. I don't know. I picked up, like, a weird nutty texture. For me, yeah. uh, I really like the taste of this one. It's just right up my alley. I like them bitter. Mm. The bitter is really what's coming through for me, though, mm-hmm. honestly. And in general, stouts aren't necessarily my thing. Mm-hmm. This one sounded pretty good, though. And yeah. I don't hate it, but I might go with, like, the Praga mm-hmm. over this one, if I'm to be honest. Right. I definitely Great. would prefer the Praga between these two. Yeah. If I was looking for a darker brew. Uh, good stuff. 
right. All right. Kevin, Kevin movie idea. your masterful plan. So, for mine, I want to put out so the Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Okay. Okay. But this time, making it into a horror movie. Oh, God. <laughs> and so I couldn't really come up with a cast per se, but I wanted to be directed by Del Toro. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I thought I could like, add some crazy <laughs> stuff to it. Yes. You're definitely yeah. taking a cake with this one. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of it would be mainly voice actors, like uh -huh. in terms of like, because you have to have all the weird creatures. Yeah. yeah. And then the main cast probably like Mac and then Frankie. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe the, uh, the grandma, grandma, grandma Foster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I feel like this would be terrifying. Yeah. No. Exactly. Right. All right. Let's lay. So we're looking for voice actors for Eduardo, so, Blue. Uh -huh. Um, are we doing extra characters like Red and Cheese? Or? Uh, I think we could maybe add one or two. Just right. you know, so keep like, it. We're but... doing Coco, Blue, Eduardo, Wilt, and Mr. Harryman. Yeah. Coco would be a very fairly easy like role to, for someone to find. Like, um, Coco didn't oh, speak who, who, who played the, um, uh, maybe none of you know this, but Four Brothers uh -huh. uh, with Mark Wahlberg, there was, um, Andre, I think Andre 3000 was in that, or? Oh, yeah. Anyway, his girlfriend, the crazy, um, Hispanic chick, he, that was his girlfriend in oh, that. Oh, jeez. What was that actress's name? <laughs> I don't even know she's been in more movies yeah. since then. <laughs> I have no I idea. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I was gonna say Coco, so she has a really annoying voice. Yeah. I think, were you and I talking about this? Or, oh no, it was, uh, you and I were talking about this, but uh, Fran Dresser. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fran Dresser. <laughs> Voice acting for Coco. <laughs> Just I, for I, the annoying voice. Could you oh, imagine? I can see Yes, that. actually. Coming after you, trying to kill yeah. you. Oh my god! I, I, I can get down to that. That, I can, yeah. I like, yeah, I like Coco being like the person who lives in that house that's kind of like, <laughs> and for some reason all these creatures are feared and she's like responsible. Uh-huh. Okay, Eduardo. Okay, so wait, Fran Dresser? Fran Dresser. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nanny is that crazy bird. Yeah. <laughs> I wish oh I could do that God. voice because I. Oh my God. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Doesn't say any lines, she just laughs. Yes. Oh my god. Just you're <laughs> echoing through all the halls. Yes. It's pitch black and you just hear this laugh. <laughs> it's like a terrifying dude. You're flapping. So are our um are is everyone grown up? Like is um uh, I wanna are, say more here? so than they than they currently so are. So Mac is like, like uh, a teenager. Late, yeah, teenager, like, maybe later early, teenager. like early twenties, late yeah. teens, somewhere. Like he's there. nearing the end of high school at the very least. Okay. Like oh, around man. so maybe seventeen or eighteen. Ooh, young yes. actors. I yeah, don't. yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, I don't know the guy's name, but the the main guy in uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Thirteen. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Like he actually fits Mac almost perfectly. Yeah. Like, I, you're right though. I don't know. He hasn't been in anything else as well. Yeah, as I, I don't think, think so. Maybe like small movies, but yeah, a TV uh, parts probably. Thirteen, 13 reasons. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> Dylan Minnette. Kevin, mm -hmm. you're gonna play a very important role of Jamie. <laughs> yeah. In future episodes, we're just gonna concede to you, my dude. I'm just gonna show a computer screen. Kevin, what's up? Is that true? That's a super vague conversation. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so then, how about Blue then? Who do you want to be a voice actor? Oh, uh, who's got that? Edward Elric's and... voice actor from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, he got in big got trouble big recently. Trouble. For what? Uh, speaking with people too young to be speaking with. <laughs> oh, dude. So, well, maybe yeah. not, maybe not. We don't want to. Yeah, yeah we don't want to associate with him. So, I did not know that. Uh, yeah, no, he. Uh, he Chris Tucker for Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Blue's going to be one of the good imaginary friends. Yeah. So you don't need anything super crazy, but you need like a. a but is he going to die first? <laughs> Whoa, Kevin, that's twist. a little offensive. Yeah, I, just, that's what I'm asking, because horror uh, movies people die. That's, that's true. true. Ooh. 
I feel like everybody at some at, at some point in the movie is going to die. Yeah, no, like maybe that's the place. There's just no survivors. Well, no, here's, no the, survivors. here's the thing. What I was thinking. Like, or no, it's it's all a dream. Maybe it's all I, a dream. Mean, I was gonna say this could be it's like a, a tale of schizophrenia. Yeah, where it's all mm. in oh, their mind. Yeah. You know, I was also all thinking that you know Mac brings in uh, Mac is a heroin addict. Brings in oh it's all of that, but he also brings in. You can make it into like a traditional horror movie where he brings in his friends to this abandoned house as a dare, and then you know when they come in they start imagining these characters that come out of nowhere. They, they're experimenting with shrooms or, or LSD. <laughs> I mean, and they think they they think all these characters are killing their friends, but really they're killing each other. Oh my god! Evil yeah. house, like this evil house of horrors that is yeah unspeakable to the people that live there. And they're, oh, you know, a couple of college kids from out of town. Was Mr. Herman all along. There's still family li- that lives in this house, but these kids went on LSD came in, they start killing oh each other. <laughs> their it's toddlers like, are freaking out. It's like some seventies exploitation film. <laughs> That's the theme of this horror. But Jesus I think that's Christ. a good way to go with it, yeah. though. It's like these college kids yeah. go to this abandoned house to try LSD for the first time, and they start murdering each other, oh, thinking that it's God. the imaginary friends. Yeah, like I definitely oh, think that hallucinating <laughs> needs to be part of this. Oh no, no for sure. Just guys, like crazy. This would be, be an incredible story. movie. I think this could potentially be an incredible movie. Yeah, yeah no, me too. In fact, I, I mean, I think we need to cut this part out because it's too good. Hey, it's already trademarked. We're gonna say that now, people. Uh, were you part of the conversation with me and Dre about trademarks and stuff? Oh like no, we don't. Oh, yeah. we'll get it that to was that the first night we were talking about that. Yeah, we yeah. were already talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay, so right. so I mean, I thought it was Chris Tucker's right, so blue. I think it's like a, I think that's a good yeah. voice for Blue. Honestly, kind of yeah. wise cracking yeah. and he's got the scream as well because uh-huh. you know Blue screams like a monster. <laughs> Check it. Right, so hang on. Right, so at this point, Grandma, if she's still alive in the in in this Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends um, live action. Is super old. Can we get yeah. anybody to play her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't like yeah, it. Yeah, Betty White. Yeah. Please, that's my only request. Like, I don't care about the rest of the. I want and, Betty White. And Betty White is like the ultimate killer. <laughs> well, in, in the end, she's the one that imagined all these creatures oh, that are geez. killing people. Like, oh my god, that's what yeah. I think. It'd have to be like a more ratchet version of Betty White, like, like <laughs> ran down, neglected She's grandma. Been living on the streets for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Or been living like a Mr. House. Harriman's played yeah. by Anthony Hopkins. Oh, played, uh, voiced by Anthony Hopkins. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah because he has a creepy voice. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins yeah. is perfect for Mr. Herman. The one that always makes me think about Anthony Hopkins is either um, Silence of the Lambs, yep. or there was a scene in um, Day One Watch Instinct. Instinct. It had um, uh, the guy from. Um, that played that played Snow Dog. Also, the uh, I can't remember his fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh yeah, yeah wow. Jr. Oh, as, as as the um, attorney in Instinct. Yeah. And anyway, um, Anthony Hopkins played a primatologist who went to study silverback gorillas or, ma- or lowland mountain gorillas. Right. And um, poachers killed the gorillas that he had spent a, like a lifetime studying. So he killed the poachers. Yeah, and he ended up, like family too. Yeah, and he ended up in prison. So Cuba Gooding Jr.'s whole thing as his lawyer was to prove that he wasn't insane or that he wasn't a murderer, but that you know. Seeing these girls that he spent all his life studying and protecting killed before his eyes wow. was a rightful response to kill the poachers. Yeah. You know what? Also, he he is just a godsend in Westworld as well. That yeah. the uh, series was also pretty good. But yeah, Anthony Hopkins, I think, for Mr. Yeah, Harry. I like that. Uh, okay, who we got left? We got, uh, Eduardo. Um, Eduardo and Wilt. And Frankie. And Frankie. Wilt, Frankie, and Eduardo. Uh, can, Did, play a good can I get LeBron James to play Wilt? I feel like the thing I feel that's too on the nose. That's dude. the most appropriate. <laughs> like, Either has to be LeBron James, Michael Jordan, or Shaq. Your Ooh. choice. Shaq. I would say Larry Bird, but he's old. I don't even dude, know. Dude, Shaq's too alive. big to be in the movie. Can he's gonna like. Can we get Magic Johnson in? Magic. Johnson. Yeah, he has dude. Is he dead already? <laughs> he can still like. Please. <laughs> wow. This is the eighties. He's out there. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
<laughs> no, yeah, I, feel like, I mean, if Matt, you know, if Magic Johnson felt up to it, yeah. I'm mean, thinking, I, I, I don't know, that. I'm still, like, partial to the Michael Jordan or LeBron James, like... <laughs> LeBron James just acted in like Space Jam 2, didn't it? Is that did a thing that's oh, coming out? There was a Space Jam 2? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I swear. It's, it, was, it came out like what? a year or two ago. Did it come out a year or two yeah. ago? I gotta look this up. No, okay, that is. Not a Space Jam um, 2. Yeah, two, yeah no, it's coming out in 2021, dude. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's coming so, out in a couple years as LeBron James in it instead of Michael Jordan. Yeah. I got the bugs. Oh my goodness. They're going to release a Space Jam 15 years after the first one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, more than 15, dude. That's space Jam came out in the 90s. That's just a new Space Jam. <laughs> Didn't they do that with the Lion King recently? Space <laughs> <laughs> Jam, 1996. So, are they going to make a remix to the, you know, 1996? So, 25 years later. <laughs> what the or not 25, sorry. Um, yeah, 25 years later, they're making a Space Jam 2. Warner Brothers, uh, cashing in their chips way ahead. With of LeBron James, though, who is probably the, the most liked slash most hated basketball player uh, in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, for real. Like, he is so I personally fall into the dislike LeBron James camp. Okay. So what's yes, okay. I like how Jake had to cut me off before I ran into LeBron James. <laughs> All right. But, okay, so yeah, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. I feel like Michael Jordan is a better yeah is a I better mean, actor. But LeBron James has that new feel, like yeah. it, like especially with the coming it's out, you want to cash in on okay, this. Okay, yeah. And Michael's probably too busy, honestly. Yeah, he, he has too many. Um, he has too many Nike endorsements. Okay. Right now. All right, LeBron James. LeBron yeah. James. LeBron James. Okay. And who else do we have? Frankie. Yeah. Frankie's the last one we're looking yeah. for. Well, and Eduardo. Say, oh, and Eduardo. I was okay. gonna say Frankie. Uh, what? Um, Hillary Duff. Oh. Hillary Duff. Yeah. yeah. Or um. Uh, actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because she fits one. the horror movie. Yeah. I'll stick with like. Yeah, I feel like she could be a good. Well, Hillary Duff. Wait. Um. Who was it that um, played Ooh, in Herbie Fully Loaded? Who was it that played in Herbie Fully oh, Loaded? Oh, what's her face? The twins from the... She's got the new show on MTV about being a heroin addict or a crack addict or something I think like she'd that. be perfect for Frankie. Uh, like, especially in a no, horror not film. Demi Lovato. Um, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, I can't think of her freaking name. Herbie. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Or... Taking you know, bringing somebody back from the from a dead career. Um, Amanda, Amanda Bynes. Bynes. Yeah. Holy. Holy. Amanda Bynes. That would be an interest. That would be a power. It'd be cheap. She'd be cheap to get. Yeah. But known. If, if we have to come back and actually price these out, and we need to stay under like a certain budget, <laughs> Amanda wow. Bynes might be oh, your saving grace, dude. <laughs> All right, I'll yeah. play. Amanda Bynes. I think. I think I'll put Wednesday Lohan slash Amanda Bynes. Like the two of them. Yeah. Can they just swap off like periodically between their coke between their coke vendors? No, you get you get Lindsay Lohan to play two different two different roles, but as the same person. Yes. <laughs> it's like Parent Trap. Yes. Oh my god. Oh god. She's playing twins. Right. And we're still looking for uh, Eduardo. Eduardo. Spanish. Can't get Drake. Um, I mean, that, that's very funny, but I'm not anywhere near Spanish. You're from south of the border, though. Okay. <laughs> I mean, technically, you're technically not wrong. You are. And a little bit off yeah. to the side. Uh, I mean, it's still south of this border. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean Kevin, Kevin, look that up. Uh, let's see. Let's up, verify this, Kevin. <laughs> What's the guy's name from... Uh, the Spanish actor. What's his name? Well, I know the Spanish actor. I'm looking for this guy. The Spanish actor from um, what? Yeah, well, from what movie? Yeah, Can I get Chicha Chong? Um, no, no, no. Oh. I don't know if that quite fit the vibe. I'm thinking of the one guy from. Um, God, now I can't think of his name. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, can I get Danny Trejo? <laughs> you Too aggressive. Okay. <laughs> I think because. Well, the first episode of Foster's Home for Magic and Friends, they spent the whole episode running away from him because they thought he was a monster yes, that wanted yes, to kill Yes, but him. it's not even that Eduardo, like, in the show is a scary cat. It's just Danny Trejo, I feel like, would be the guy who kills everybody. <laughs> Wasn't that the point of these monsters? <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. So, this this actor, he played Mike Pena. Mike Pena. So, he was in um, End of Watch with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike Pena. 
He's got he's got kind of an interesting voice. Yeah, too, no, I like it. He's the cop that gets shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 totally. He's got yeah. he's got an interesting voice. He's kind of goofy too. Actually, I can see that happening. Yeah, I was thinking of another guy. I'm trying to remember what movie I've seen. Or okay, well actually, we are going for horror. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Let's say Danny Trejo. Yeah. Okay. Oh, not Fair enough. That's just that just fits. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. He's from Planet Terror, right? He's from a lot of plays the Mexican gang member. He was a machete, is probably yeah, like yeah. machete. Uh, one of his bigger <laughs> things. Yeah, um, yeah. Con Air, he was in. Oh, yeah, he was uh, in Con Air. Yeah. 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 That's right. Can right. I just say, Con Air was probably Nicolas Cage's best movie? <laughs> it's the one movie that I always come back to. What do you think I referenced it? Like, it's not, up there. not saying he has good movies, really, anyway. Like, I don't know. I think National Treasure is the one I always think of. I really I think do. Of. Actually, I actually, he's in a really Those were good, like, the first, like, half a dozen times I watched them. Now, like, as an adult, they didn't, like, source out their material well enough i don't know okay. it's just like well like national treasure is a disney like thing actually like it's made by disney and oh like other, I... other disney ips have like aged well this is not age well i would definitely take him most seriously in con air that's for yeah. sure oh, yeah. well for yeah. sure uh but, do we have any more characters we need or? i don't i don't think so that, i think that's that it the majority okay of the all right so we we have dylan minette as mac <coughs> chris tucker's blue uh -huh. danny trejo as aguardo Lindsay Lohan or Amanda Bynes, depending, for Frankie. Yeah. Wilt will be LeBron James. Anthony Hopkins <laughs> coming in and Mr. Harriman. Yes. Fran Drescher is Coco. And <laughs> Betty White is Grandma Foster. There All directed is. by Del Toro. Yeah, yes. Del Toro is a good one. That's, I, I, I didn't even think of a director. Me neither. Yeah, I mean, I but that's honestly, like, Dre mentioned that. Like, oh, it should be directed by oh, yeah. like, yeah, Del Toro. Yeah, like, yeah, dude, that'd, like, also, that'd be messed up. Really <laughs> good, messed up movie. A really good movie recently that really is that Nick Cage is in is called Mandy. And it's uh, it's Andy. like as if a metal band cover came to life. Huh. And I have to check that out. Really good. It's directed by uh, I can't remember the director's name, but it was shown to me by a friend of mine. Uh, really good. I'll try and look up. I'll try to look for the trailer to show you guys later on. Is it on Netflix or? Uh, I think it was on. I can't remember where I found it. Is it already out? If it's not on Netflix, it's it doesn't count. Out. It's already been released. Right. It's been released. I'm sure people so, who are listening are like, oh yeah, I don't know. All right. What else? Um, so yeah. do we move on to the fourth beer? Yeah, we're yeah, on. All right. So Austin, what do you bring? Um, so the fourth beer I brought is a German beer. I apologize. It's super hard for me to pronounce the name. It's Winton Stiffenern. I think. Okay. I don't okay. know. That's number like one. That. Do I try again? Win is Stefan and R. Okay. Do you have a better that's pronunciation? Cool. No, that's, that's you want to try the closest one. A third one. Winton Stiefen there. <laughs> I like that one. I, I think that one. So, one of those has to be right. Do, do so, you want me to pronounce? Do you want me to say it? Yes. So, let's, let's hear it. it. You got it? Uh, Wehen Stefanhainer. Wehen Stefanhainer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wheat beer um, from a brewery that's been around since 1516. You know, I guess that is the most prestigious brewery Ooh. in Germany. Mm. However, that is to be debated per their website. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. I mean, places. everyone claims to be the, the best. You know, every New Yorker place has always claimed to have the, the best pizza. Every yeah. brewery says they win a lot of um, awards. We, right? Every that, movie is number one in America. Uh, you know how that works? Yeah. So every book about selling. Do you know mm -hmm. how that works? They, they always take the first month and they, they rank number one in that month, but they take out the month part. We've been net, well, number one in America for the you know month of January. Mm -hmm. We've been number um, <laughs> to be a net, to be considered number one bestseller. Yeah. You just have to sell over a certain amount in a day. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, really? like, almost any yeah. popular book will make it at least once because as a book's lifespan it increases, most of the time they lose sales. So, the newer books have an opportunity to outsell. I would to, love outsell. to produce a book, get that number one, and then just put in parentheses, you know, of this date. You, 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 you don't produce a book, my dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. You write a book, whatever. Okay, so moving on. 
Okay. Uh, so this beer. Did you what? have a cartoon that, that you wanted to make a do movie? Well, we didn't really talk about this beer first. Oh, we didn't. Huh? Yeah. Any okay. factoid about the beer? Oh, it's a flowery taste. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a very ambery kind yeah. of yes. beer. That mm -hmm. very ambery taste. It has a very strong aroma. Yeah. It's not very. Um, it smells fruity to the scent, mm -hmm. but it tastes flowery yeah. almost. Yeah, I don't taste fruity. So for sure. To mine, like if we're going off by like urine look, like this looks like healthy urine. It looks like pretty healthy urine. I don't know if that's really healthy. It's, like, it's concentrated. It's healthier. Yeah. 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 The mouth also does not exist really though. Like I don't feel it like in my mouth. Like yeah. yeah. It's super light. There's a little bit of an aftertaste though, which I don't like. You're right. There is a bit of an aftertaste. <clears throat> yeah, it kind of hangs back there for mm. for a hot second. You know what? Um, I could probably have, like, if this was chilled, it'd probably go down nicely. I think we should chill these beers next totally time. Totally, next yeah. time. Well, like, I'll pick up some ice and. Yeah. Ice. Like, I have ice chests around here. Like, yeah. we just need to put ice into them. Yeah, I agree. It's got it. I've never had this beer before, personally, but it's kind of oh, yeah. got that lingering taste. Yeah. You know, that I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. I like it though. I mean, I could drink. I could drink it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 100%. Mm. Like, mm. All right, Austin. Did you have a movie <laughs> idea? Well, not necessarily like a movie idea, but you know how they uh, the Marvel recently released like on Netflix a series of superheroes, mm -hmm. and that right. they put together like to be the Defenders or whatever. You know, they had mm -hmm. Flash and right Jessica Jones. Wait, it's DC, not Marvel. <laughs> DC? The Flash, you said. Or not the Flash, Arrow. Oh. Arrow, DC, DC too. Okay, so it might be DC. So that might be DC. His, his argument is a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah so, a superhero. Super, so a superhero trilogy of oh, movies. Oh, here we go. In the early 2000s, they came up with this show. I don't know if you guys remember. It was a cartoon on Cartoon Network. Teen Titans. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they should totally do the same thing with Teen Titans. Oh, my God. And come yeah. out with, like, a series of these different characters. Actually, didn't they make a Teen Titans movie? Am I going nuts? Did they make a Teen Titans movie? Not a live action one. Cartoon one. Yeah, but but not a. They did the one where Teen Titans Go fought Teen Titans, and they made fun of. They made fun of Teen Titans Go. Yeah, yeah, like a trilogy for the Teen Titans that that can cash into that again. Yeah. Oh yeah. They could make a great like a live action like a series of each character like Robin, Raven. I'm about to drop some knowledge on you. Do you guys know why the original Teen Titans was canceled? Yeah. Do you? I know about that actually. So I forgot why. I didn't even it got, know the it, was so canceled. the original reason it got canceled. It was actually the most popular show on Cartoon Network at the it time. Sell well to got, it, girls or it, 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 it sold well to both boys and girls, and at the time Cartoon Network tried to have a girls lineup and uh -huh. a boys lineup. Wait, lineup. Wait, wasn't yeah. that uh, Young Justice? No. No. Young Justice might have suffered from the same problem. Same yeah, thing. but that came much later. Yeah. Oh wow. But what yeah, a, no. Teen wow, Titans got like first they shafted Tara, which was Beast Boy's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Right. Like yeah. they shafted her because she was too popular amongst the girls. Yeah. And then the girls still continued to love it because like Starfire and Raven are just so amazing. And nothing to Beast Boy's adorable when he's a little dog. It was too popular. It's too popular amongst the girls. Yeah. No, because they really want because they wanted to sell toys to, to it's, it's boys. Hard to, wow. It's hard to explain then, parents. Yeah. Okay, so think of think of it from a parent's point of view. I'm making this Teen Titans toy. The girl likes Teen Titans. But the mom and dad want to buy her a Barbie. Yeah. But okay. she wants to buy a Beast Boy doll. It's that classic age yeah. old. Oh, she wants to buy yeah. Raven and it's like so dark and edgy. Well, that's exactly it. Like, <laughs> they don't want their daughters boys get action figures, daughters get Barbies is yeah. the idea. Oh, wow. oh my okay. god. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's messed up. Dude. It's yeah. messed up. The, the, the amount of money they could have gotten if yeah, they just kept it. They, their... they didn't even finish any storylines. No. Wow. Like, they cut it off at that season. <laughs> Who is Red X? Well, that's. Okay, yeah. You probably hit. Like, it's not on TV at all. You probably ended completely. Kevin, you hit a lot of people in the gut right now with that. Yeah, really. Jeez. Who was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So who, okay, who do we have for casting choices then? Honestly, I'm not a huge. Yeah. yeah. Are we gonna well, go for each? 
person. Yeah, if you guys want, have at it, but I'm definitely then, not. Like a villain. Like, do they all share like a common bun? Like, are they older or are they still teenagers? Oh. I would say they would have like a uh, story arc. Like they would like kind of like build their character. So like the like the first Avengers, you know, they first like introduced everybody, but they all had like their little arcs, and then they mm. became the Avengers. The Rock is Cyborg. Yeah, I, I can see that. Cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. Rock Johnson for Cyborg, yeah. definitely. And they all kind of um, come together. But you'd like, have to get, like, a young rock and, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean... Kind of go through his... I mean, realistically, you make him scrawny to begin with, and then mm -hmm. he beats up. I mean, you, what you do is you get Kevin Hart to play a young, <laughs> to play young rock. <laughs> After he recovers from yeah, his Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get Kevin Hart to play a young rock, he grows he's up kidding. to be this six-foot-six six monster of a man. They're already, they're already putting in robotics in him right now as we speak. Probably. Can I get Scarlett Johansson as Starfire? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, who would play Raven, though? Because I feel like Scarlett Johansson could play Raven. Who mm. would play Raven? If we could find somebody to play Raven, yeah. Let me think about Raven. Give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, I would play the... Okay, let's look about uh, Robin. Seth, or Seth Rogen as Beast Boy. <laughs> he let them go. <laughs> you just... Seth Rogen... Yeah, I know. Raven. I feel like Seth Rogen's been thrown out too much. Twice. I've thrown him out twice. One's in recess and one's... That's twice already. <laughs> It's gonna be a smaller, life already. <laughs> smaller character for smaller, Beast Boy. Smaller character for Beast Boy. Yeah. Um, Try and make real Beast Boy. Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Hart as yeah. um, Beast Boy as would Beast be cool. Boy? Yeah. yeah. I can cool, go for that. Actually, yeah. Because he is the point of comic. Like he is mm -hmm. a comic. Like, yeah. That's what. That's honestly why I thought Seth Rogen because like. Yeah. Well, he's Beast popular. Boy he's a... popular right now in media. In um, you know the movies. And... And Beast Boy is a yeah. bit of a comic relief character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right, um, Robin and Raven. Oh, I really want Scarlett Johansson to play Starfire, so... Yeah. Oh, we got Robin and Raven have to be very serious roles. Yeah, they do. They're, they're very serious, yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, man, that would be a good one for Robin. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know why, but... um, What's his name again? He played Deadpool. Oh. oh Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds oh, just that, came to mind. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be, that could work. Pratt. Chris Pratt? Ooh. Chris Pratt is wrong. Oh, who's the other Hemsworth brother? Oh, um... Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, yeah who's and, Thor's uh, brother, like, in real life? Um, he played in The Hunger Games. Oh, oh. fuck. Um, I know who you're talking about. Let's see. Hang on. Hang on. I actually have him as one of my cast members. Uh, Jake, look that up, please. Uh, <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Oh, yeah, Liam. Yeah, yeah, Liam. He played Gale in The yeah. Hunger Games. I, can I like see him. Robin. Okay. I like him. Okay, that's a good Robin. He's a little bit beefier than, like, Robin and Teen Titans, but... That's okay. I think we can make allowances. You can see Robin being a little bit more like jacked, like a yeah. real uh -huh. action I mean, he's character. Under Batman, of course, going to be a little bit more jacked. Um, yeah. But we still need Raven. <sighs> Who's going to play? Who's a good goth girl? Ah, hmm. oh, oh, my my palette of actors <laughs> don't spread so far. Mine spreads none. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could be more helpful in this conversation. <laughs> I am super sure you wouldn't. That's okay. Out. Just think of like think of a movie. Think of like well, where the person that's there, and then we'll just track it down. Who played the girl from the ring? Oh, the I one know, that came out of the yeah. fucking. Um, oh, the one. Uh, Schmeagle's her name, right? Schmeagle. <laughs> <laughs> Who played Schmeagle? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that guy. Have we now done yeah. by the part of Golem? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Golem. Oh, <laughs> Amanda can hit that voice way too well, by the way. I don't know if you guys heard her, her uh, Schmeagle impression, but. <laughs> When she gets back from getting her burritos, we should go bug her to do it for the, the microphone. Okay. Oh, boy. Can't think of anyone. Jamie's on it. J Jamie. Jamie. Ooh, oh. Ellen Page. What was she in? Ellen Page. Juno. Uh, yeah, she's oh, also. She's a, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah. She was also in Inception. Yeah. Oh wait, who's the girl who played Ramona in um Spider-Man oh. vs. the World? Oh, oh um uh, Who's that actress? I don't know if I ever saw that movie. That's Ramona. a good movie. You totally saw that movie, dude. I ma I've made you watch it, I'm sure. Maybe. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, he has to fight the 70 evil exes in order to win from his love. Um, it's a lot of video It's a comedy, here. it's hilarious. Had good music. Yeah, it's where I learned my Pac-Man fact that Pac-Man used to be Paku Paku. Paku. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Weinstein. How much you look like now? Like, I haven't seen- Yeah, what? Joe's the same. Joe's the same. Let me see. If you give her, like, black hair on that. Oh, wait, she already has- Oh, okay, yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. Austin, what do you think of Raymond? Your show. Show Austin. Um, oh, I get she's like, oh, yeah, because yeah, she's kind of yeah. gaunt as it is. Yeah, kinda like, and she's really hot. Yeah. Okay, there's that too. <laughs> well, you need to have eye candy on the screen too. Like, yeah, it's a comic book. Okay, adaptation. well, I mean, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also like the idea of having like Slade like in each one of this, but he's like kind of like a background villain that mm -hmm. becomes the bigger threat. Yeah, once yes. they all form. Yeah. All right. So, do we have to think of any uh, Slade? I guess is the last yeah, actor. Yeah, like, Slade. He was like the big. Yeah, it was like the big one. And then I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> Oof. Someone's gonna be underneath that mask of his. Yeah. I was thinking, Can that be Ryan Reynolds? I feel like. Well, I was thinking yeah. Will Smith. I'm fine with that. Ooh, Will Smith. Will Smith. I like what? Will Smith too. Actually. That seems really out of character for Will Smith, though. Like Will Smith usually. Have you seen him play a villain? He played uh, what's his face in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, that, that's that was kind of a character. That, that's more yeah, as a villain yeah, trying yeah. to become a good guy almost. Like. Yeah. He was, doing, yeah. Like, he, he was the one that. Yeah. But yeah, but he was the one that was trying to keep everyone else on the train there. Yeah, but like, he was still a prick. I feel like he's got that kind of range though. That I, I think he definitely could do it. I just think it's a little bit out of his normal casting character. Yeah, it's hard to picture. He usually plays more drama good guy, or he plays a comedic good guy. What was that one superhero film that he was in? Like, Hancock. Like oh, Hancock. Hancock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good guy in that, though. Like, yeah, he, was, he was a dick, like but asshole. he was a good guy. terrible, though. Yeah. Asshole is not me, bad guy, though. I'm an asshole. Am I a bad guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does anyone need to answer that? By default, it's yes. I, I like Will Smith for... Yeah, I like, like it, too, actually. I think it's like yeah. a, it's an I, interesting I, choice. I can see the Will Smith just because I like him as an actor. Yeah, you know? To quote Zangief from Wreck-It Ralph, just because I am bad guy does not mean I am bad guy. Yes, you are. Alrighty. Alright, All right, so I think we got this cast down. Yeah. John is a bad guy. Change my opinion. <laughs> change my mind, my dude. <laughs> Enter your votes now. <laughs> In Australia, it's changed my opinion. Change my opinion. Everything's yeah, backwards. Right. Exactly. It is backwards. <laughs> Hancock, right. talk about failed superhero movies. Oh, I should really like that one. I thought it was I did too, you know? Yeah, it was a fun movie. Well. Interesting I factoid. Really I saw that movie backwards. Wait, what? what? I got, so my mom and I went to go see it. We got our tickets, and I guess you went into the wrong theater at first because we saw oh, the end no. of it. <laughs> then we went into the correct one; it was in the middle. And then we went to another one; we watched the beginning. Oh, <laughs> at so least funny. you got the whole movie. So, yeah, so like... you saw it as like a good superhero getting really <laughs> shitty <laughs> and getting really drunk all the time. Yeah. You're like, oh man. I saw his like his downfall. It was like reverse Hercules. <laughs> like he's learning downfall. to become a bad hero. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, damn. Downfall, real quick, did you guys hear who they are thinking about casting for live action Her Hercules Hades? Oh no, who? Um, freaking Cum Cumberbatch. Um, what's oh, Benedict. Oh, Benedict. Oh, Benedict. Huh. That's that's an, that's interesting. That's yeah. kind of he's, he's on the front runner for Hades for the live action right now. I would like that. That's All a right. great choice. Uh, no. I thought that was a pretty good choice. James Wood did such a great job in the animated yeah, one. Yeah, he did. But... You know, he he, he, Actually, loved, he loved that role so much. He wanted to just voice for anything and everything, and they got him for the Kingdom Hearts series. They got crazy. him for right. any spinoffs that they did for the Mickey Mouse uh, Clubhouse. Oh, he had so much fun with that role. Hades is one of the most rare characters to see out in yeah. uh, Disney, by the way. In, in the interview, huh. what they did, he's like, he's re retelling the story of how he got hired and recasted. It's like, do us your best Hades impersonation. He did like a, you know, like an old dick, mm. kind of like, oh, I'm Hades, this and this and that. And they're like, oh, that's good. And all, do you got anything else? And then he's like, 
used car salesman, and then he started spouting out the way, like, hey, I'm at Hades, Lord of the Dead, you know, the way that he speaks like that. And they're like, yes, yes. Like the arrogant kind of prick. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. That's amazing. Okay. I can see him being the actual Hades in the live action. Though. Yeah, I me mean, too, honestly. Kind of look to him, too. That's uh, awesome. Okay. James from All right. uh, yeah, okay, on to our last beer. On to the last. All right, it's called We Heavy. I, and by the way, this is John, your boy. No, I brought it. Um, it's from Bellhaven Brewery, which is a brewery found in Scotland back in 1719. I don't smell anything. Does anyone smell anything when they smell it? Yeah. I'm kidding. It smells like a super strong stout. It, has, yeah. like, yeah. it has like a really sweet scent to it to me. Like, it has a sweet taste, all right, but it kicks you nothing. in the mouth. Really? Mm. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Let's get into it. Taste. Yeah. yeah. That's a kick. Oh, wow. I feel like we had a theme here that I deviated from. We had uh, frog. Really frog, strong, uh, like chocolate darker, coffee, uh, like. What? I the other German one. Ooh. I think you, you and I had the light yeah. Germans, right? Yeah. Yeah, what you two. Yeah. The fifth element. element. Yeah, the, the first one. one. Oh, yeah, you guys had yeah. the lighter of yeah. them. I don't um, just like the wheat, it. The wheat German. It's, it's yeah. definitely interesting. It has a nice dark amber color. Like, hold yeah. up the light yeah. and, like, hold it up like this and put your hand, like, close behind it and you see, like, a red reflection. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. I feel like Dre has a huge influence on this beer selection. <laughs> These are all very Dre beers. Well, this is all me, another baby. point to that. Again, our theme was, you know, just international beers. And it would seem like they do a lot of darker. Yes. Yes. Like, um, this definitely has a really thick aftertaste to it. Like, it mm -hmm. a few sips and I'm still, like, tasting it. Yeah. Um, it's not super heavy in the mouth itself. Like, it doesn't have a whole lot of presence, but... I can tell it's there. It's not like the other two that were so light, they were basically non-existent. Yeah. Uh, now that I've gotten that used to it, it's actually really good. Yeah, it's not... But that, first that first sip really oh, electrified. Oh, yeah, it hits you. Uh, it hits you. Mmm. <laughs> oh, that's good. Rich. Okay. It's a lot sweeter. It's a rich mm -hmm. Scottish Tasting. ale, so it's, it's like definitely a yeah. dessert beer, kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's definitely something that you would only, you'd get a single pint, like a pint glass yeah. of it, yeah. and just drink it throughout your dinner or something. You wouldn't, like, pound it back and then... Oh, no, not this. No. It's really smooth, though. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's really smooth. Yeah. It really doesn't smooth. have, like, a super, like, it doesn't have a super alcohol bitter taste. It has, like, a almost a coffee bitter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, you know, see, if you drink uh, your coffee black at all, like, yeah. that kind of like, bitterness. It, it tricked me. I thought, I was like, oh, no, here we go. Here's this, another one of those stouts that have a harsh... Well, it's not even a stout, it's an ale. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, no that's, what I, that's what, you know, confused me. It's like, oh, wait a minute, it's not a it, stout. It, it does look it, like a stout. It, it definitely wants to taste like, like a stout, too, like... Well, there we go. Uh, anything, any uh, stories behind the beer? Um, so really the only thing is, it's one of the first breweries in its area. Unfortunately, I couldn't do a whole lot of research beforehand, but I'm reading kind of off. There enough, but um, John, look that up, please. <laughs> but um, so the main thing to know is that the the owners of the brewery back in 1719 yeah. purposely built this on the town line because the town of Dunbar, yeah. the council was imposing an alcohol tax at that time, so they purposely bought a plot of land and built the building that was producing the alcohol about 10 feet on the other side of the border so that they could not get taxed. <laughs> nice. Yes! Um, and what year was this? 1719. Dang, that's like the earliest fuck you I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they, they purposely, it's like... Actually, yeah, it's right here established this. Oh my god. That's amazing. Yeah, they purposely, like, bought a plot of land and built it, like... They bought in their township because it was cheaper to buy. Right. But then they built it just to the side of the township line. And when they came by and, like, tried to charge them, they're like... Fuck you. We're in this other town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's our so our smart, our huh? product is made in in this side. Yeah. <laughs> Sad that's so, wow, um, the name of the town that they did consider being brewed in was Bellhaven. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So that's how you got the right. Bellhaven Brewery. Wow. 
Um, awesome. It happened to be the first brewery technically for both Dunbar and Belhaven. Hmm. By their argument. Right on. Oh, man, that's a good story so, for such a nice little brewery place. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, other fun fact about the Scottish Ale, yeah. it's one of the first ales ever made. It was made in um, the 1200s. Wow. Oh, wow. Like, the actual style of the Scottish Ale. Ye old recipe. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, not particularly this particular yeah, Scottish yeah, Ale. Yeah, yeah. Scottish <laughs> Ale in general. Not that one in particular. We would have an uh, interesting time with that one. Right. But, um, <sighs> so yeah, there we go. Bell Haven's Wee Heavy. I swear to God, one day we're going to get, like, some old beer that's, like, lost in the sand of time then you just find it right here's a beer from the titanic let's go <laughs> let's do this <laughs> all right not gonna lie like um like there are some beers that like get up high in price just because they're you know like unique in some way or form if they found like a beer that was on the titanic and they were selling it for like 150 dollars a bottle or something i would totally buy it like it could be like a regular size bottle like this big like yeah. I, I, that'd be something i would buy that'd be interesting um but movies movie time so I went a little bit overboard. I have... Well, oh, Seaboard. Look at you, Mr. Oh, my God. You got, like, the, the introduction, the prologue. Oh, yeah, so I have, um, what is that, like, 15 pages or something? Oh, I say, uh, yeah. um, So I'm just going to oh, start rambling off what I have, and, like, at the end, I'll ask your opinion. <laughs> okay, so um, you'll pick... Hear that one hour later. <laughs> so okay. the Hollywood executive pitched to us. Yeah, let's go. All right. So listen to this. Already live action <laughs> live action Eddie and Eddie by the oh, Bay Heist movie. Okay? Oh, okay. So, wow. okay. Right, so the, the first one right off the bat, Eddie is Mark Wahlberg. So this is like 15 <laughs> years <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Alright, alright. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, hey guys. I already said I had this one, but Ed, um, the double D, the scrawny yeah, one, yeah, is yeah. James McAvoy, McAvoy yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, from yeah. Wanted. Okay. And then I have Dave... Um, Boutisa, which is uh, Drax from yeah, yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, it's the big dumb Ed. Oh, <laughs> all three of them are married. Well, two of them are married to the. Do you know the Kinker sisters? Yeah, right? the Kinker sisters. Yeah. They're married yeah. to their respective Kinker sisters, except for Double D, who's too much of a pussy to pull the trigger and ask her to marry him. So they've right. just been long-term boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. But to play May, dumb Ed's girl, it's Brittany Daniels, which is um the blonde who played in Joe Dirt, um, played Brandy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's a good choice. Okay. For um, to play Ed's girl, the blue-haired chick Marie, yeah. I got Scarlett Johansson. You okay. Yeah, you do, man. You're like. I have some actors I just always go to. I don't know, man. I think it's deeper than that. Oh, she's definitely. You mean Amanda? Both agreed. She's on our. Yeah, your your list. Yeah, our list. Like we're both allowed to tap that. Like if we ever get the opportunity. Um, and then Eddie's girl Lee, the redheaded one. Yeah. I didn't know this one. I actually had to ask our friend Cat for help on this one. Yeah. Um, her name's Tyron, um, Marina, who plays um, Penza Tucky from Orange Is the New Black. She's been something Type else. in Pennsylvania. She'll she'll, be, she'll come up immediately with that. I think I might know uh, who you're talking about. I was, I was gonna say something. Oh, yeah. I, I want to say she's been new, in something else that I've seen. Ours is a new black. Why oh, interesting. Black? Yeah, but anyway, so to kind of explain the three characters at this yeah, point, yeah, Jamie. Oh, yeah, Fred, yeah, yeah, I can see that. What do you got, Jamie? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So um, to to kind of explain these three or these three characters, it's fifteen. It's roughly fifteen years in the future is why I predicted. So they're like okay. starting out their thirties, you know. Okay. Um, they've kind of gone their separate ways. Ed is a construction union foreman. Okay. Um. Um, he's a family man. He has two kids of his own. Um, May stays at home and um, takes care of the kids. He right. works these foreman jobs. Um, unfortunately, they've had to mortgage their home All right. um, multiple times to help make ends meet. And, um, you know, Ed, Ed's, been, Ed's always been a happy-go-lucky guy. So on the outside, he is still smiling and happy to see everyone. On the inside... He's secretly like concerned because the union's about to go on strike and mm. all this, and oh, if and May lost her Dude. job earlier on, so 
Like, if he loses his job, they're going to lose everything. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. This sounds like a classic Mark Wahlberg, like, Boston <laughs> kind of movie. It kind of is. It's like, like it you got, know what it, I'm talking about? Like, Mark it, Wahlberg is, like, all uh, about doing, like, the Boston films, like, the like the bank heist movies Oh, and no, stuff. it really is. It, it, okay. it borrowed like, a lot. Se- se- and... Second question. Okay. Are you listening to Living on a Prayer by... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but... Uh, by John Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, yeah. So, anyway, that's kind of Ed and May's backstory. Okay, right. Um, Double D, just graduated from UC Berkeley, has oh, a nice. buttload of um, college loans and stuff. Oh, shit. And um, he's a computer He's a computer program. He does coding. He's a tech whiz, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's currently working in kind of like a minimum wage um, um, beginner position because he has no real life experience. He has this degree, but he can't. So he's having a hard time paying bills. And Marie really just thinks he's a pussy, you know, his canker, yeah. so to, you know, his canker sister that he's been dating. Um, she just berates him all the time, like, you need to make more money. And he's just down the dumps. His boss literally tells him this needed to be done a week ago, even though he just started there. So, right, like, he's right. forced to stay late and Marie's screaming at him for this. Yeah. And he's just not really having a good time. He's making minimum wage, basically, doing all this hard work. And right. not he's not going to be able to, like, basically pay rent and also pay his college tuition. And it right. just seems like a nowhere street. But he still has that normal nervousness. Um, the way I envisioned him... Oh, by the way, I always envisioned Ed. Um, he spent a little bit of time in the military. So he wears... Instead of that, instead of that like, green flannel jacket that he wore in the cartoon, yeah. he wears a military jacket now. And he has, like, a buzz cut, like a proper uh, buzz. So interesting. Yeah. And Double D, he wears, like, kind of flannel, like a hipster kind of. And he wears a beanie that says, Will Code for Jawbreakers. <laughs> um, I like that. Right, what detail. Right? Um, oh and then there's really Eddie, right? The Mark Wahlberg. Yep. He's purely just a pure con man. And him and Lee have been married for a while, and he, they've been bouncing around the, not really the world, so to speak, maybe a little bit Mexico, Canada, but mainly in, like intercontinental, like you know. Cul de sac. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, they've been bouncing around and scamming people, and now he's caught the eye of a lot of different, like, agencies and stuff. Right. Um, Everything. And um, NYPD in particular is after him. <laughs> I envision I they all live in New York, by the way. All right, so he's done enough kind of shady things where he's not. A wanted yeah, like criminal, they, they but they, they know him. he exists. Yeah, he's on like, the radar. Like, like people have been, like they've been trying to prove that he's uh. done these things, but he's not like mafia status where he right, he's right. just good at hiding his tracks. Uh, uh. Um, Lee, his wife now, you know the red haired kinker sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, she doesn't really help him so much with the con. She's helped him with a, with a few simple ones in the past, but she is now pregnant with child. Uh-huh. And oh. um, with technology advancing more and more, the cops have slowly been getting closer and closer to catching him. So he thinks it is time to retire with one last big heist that can really set them up. Mm-hmm. He plans on robbing a bank. The big one. And the bank happens to be the same bank that Double D's loans are through and the home loan is through for Ed. Oh. The, be- so the bank is called the First, Nat- or the First National Bank of Nano. You guys might not get that reference. Yeah, no. I'll explain that later. Okay. That but familiar. Uh, you, you'll see why. Straight with that. So a real Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> it seems like a real Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it seems it like so fits Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. So flourish. I, I have so here's more of the cast. I have Sarah and Jimmy up next. You know Sarah, dumb Ed's sister, uh-huh. yeah. and Jimmy, her so to speak, boyfriend or yeah, whatever. The, the- they're now married. Yeah, okay. They both work for a special task unit in the FBI that helps um <laughs> oh capture white collar <laughs> crimes, like con artists, so to speak. Awkward. Um, so Sarah's played by Jennifer Lawrence, the chick of Hunger okay. Games. Um, she, um, she, like I said, she works for the FBI. Yep. And Jimmy, her husband, is played by Liam Hemsworth, which is mm-hmm. Gail yeah. from yeah, the Hunger Games. Okay. Um, they happen to roll into town, not knowing that they're looking for Eddie necessarily, but they were given a tip that someone's about to rob the First National Bank of Nano, and they're there to figure it out. Okay. And Eddie is sweating bullets because he knows that they both went off to join the FBI, and he's always uncomfortable law- around law enforcement anyway. Yeah. So that's you see kind of the conflict already. Mm-hmm. Then we have Kevin, 
you know, Kevin on his bicycle always yeah. picked on the Eds. He's now the chief of, N of the NYPD. Like, oh, for the whole N NYPD. He's been after Eddie for a while, but he hasn't been able to capture him in the act or prove anything. Yep. He's played by Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> okay, I like it. That's a good one. Um, so he did get tipped off by Sarah and Jimmy. Mm -hmm. um, we know it as an anonymous tip. We don't mm -hmm. know it's Sarah and Jimmy, but later on in the movie, it's explored to be Sarah and Jimmy. Um, that Eddie's up to something big. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't know what. They don't have all the details right. or the fact anything. That no one knows the details. Yeah, we, we've probably given snippets about the big. Oh, I, I have. I have a lot of ex explanation. Oh, um, Naz, the blonde that was always kind of Kevin's girlfriend. Yeah. She she doesn't make too big of an appearance. She is the stay at home mom, takes care of Kevin's kids. She worries about Kevin nonstop though. So like periodically, she calls <laughs> to check in and right, right. stuff like that. Um, you know, everyone. Everyone dislikes Eddie to a certain extent. Like, just like back in the cul-de-sac, he never grew up though. Like Ed and and Double D have both kind of garnered a little bit more respect, respect because they've done something with their lives. Eddie, everyone knows Eddie's up to shady stuff. Like, yeah. at heart, Eddie's still a good person, but he's still that child from the cul-de-sac. Right, right. Rolf. <laughs> All right. I fucking love Rolf. Oh, so Rolf, he's the banker. The he's the bank owner. He owns the First National Bank of Nano. Of course, he's Nano, the one in charge of the doors. Yes, yes. Nano is, is what he called his grandmother. Na so that's why. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Nano is what he called his grandmother. N A N O. Oh. So that's why it's called the First National Doesn't Bank he of call Nano. Him Nano? Nano. Yeah, just like Nano. Um, he also possibly fucks ghosts. There's, <laughs> there, there's innuendos all over spread throughout the story. I didn't get too far into that in my writing because I had to do this between work and everything. Please tell me you wrote some dialogue for Ralph. About the oh, yeah. Um, Just random little clips that he says. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot to say, Naz is played by um, Jennifer Aniston. Okay, yeah. Oh. Uh -huh. Wait, that. who plays uh, Rolf? Rolf is played by Kunal Nayar. Oh, okay. Which, um... <laughs> so, he, uh, is he from, uh, Silicon Valley? Has anyone seen that? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I, love show. yeah. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't seen it much yeah. of it, yeah. All right. Okay. Last character. Can Rolf also... Could, could you... Did you put uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in there? Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hang on, let me see this one. Sasha. Yeah. Sasha. Oh, Borat. Yeah, the Borat. Oh. Um, I will put that as the slash. Like <laughs> that's actually really good. If, I mean, if you can't get one or the other, you know. Sasha. What's his last name? Bear, Sasha Baron Cohen. Baron Cohen. Yeah. Bear, oh, that's a, that's yeah. a great. That's a great pick. I was gonna say, if anyone's gonna you know bang a ghost, it's gonna be him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I know that that's kind of racist, but that's what I like envisioned. Like, it's not like obvious but like there's innuendo sprinkled throughout of course there is. um the last character johnny two by four of course um he's played by the rock he's yeah. a vigilante oh gosh it's always the rock in case you don't know so plank and johnny's uh, yeah plank so plank has become a baseball bat so uh, johnny carries around a baseball bat with a crew drawn face no. on it now oh, and he just bashes like kneecaps um so he's a collector he is chaotic uh, no he's chaotic um justice like if you do wrong he is after you the reason, by any means necessary. yeah for example the reason he is after the eds is at the in the opening scene, which I'm about to describe to you, Eddie stole a car and he drives through a stop sign and almost sideswipes the rock, which you don't know him to be Johnny yet. You <laughs> just think the rock's making a cameo appearance. But um, you don't actually see Johnny you don't actually know Johnny's even in the story until near the end. Like you get these tidbits about someone breaking kneecaps yeah. for Eddie, but you don't know who it is. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, he he almost sideswipes the rock and the rock and, and Johnny is not mad because he almost got sideswiped. He's mad because Eddie ran the stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so God. we just gave a, you gave away a lot in that in that scene lit there. That's, I know. So, that'd be so terrifying. 
the well, rock coming after you with a baseball head. <laughs> right. It has a face. Yeah, it has, the fa- it has Plank's face yeah. on it. It, it has Plank's <laughs> literal, it has the same face. And you know, you can say, you hear in a stoic voice, like, well, what do you think, Plank? <laughs> so, get him. Um, so to and it's just like silence. So to read all of the lines and everything I wrote would take too long. Like, yeah, we yeah. don't have the type of time, so I'm going to summarize everything. If you have a Rolf clip, give us it. I, I, like, when it comes up, okay. I will okay. get to it. All right. So the opening scene, I already kind of explained. Eddie stole a car. He's taking it to a chop shop to make some money. The cops are hot on his trail. Like, he he kind of drifts through a stop sign and right. a corner and everything, almost like swiping the rock. You think that the rock's just, you know, making a cameo appearance. Yeah, so but... no big deal is made. It's pretty much glossed over. You're just like, oh, hey, the rock. All I wonder right. where he's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, after that, the cops lose Eddie. Kevin, ste- or the cop that is played by Mark Ruffalo, soon to be identified as Kevin, steps out. And one of his deputies comes down and says, Sir, we lost Eddie again. And he says, I'm well aware of that, Sam. Um, at that time, he gets a call from Naz saying, I saw you on TV. What's going on? And, you know, hot, you know the high-speed chase got on TV. She's panicked. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, and from there... From there, it basically cuts to Eddie selling off the car at the at the chop shop, and then it's just a quick scene, like you know. The you know, best night... part is maybe on the radio it has that theme song just lightly playing. And oh yeah, it introduces the credits and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's playing the whole time, like the you yeah, know that Eddie's yeah. like just doing all this. <laughs> yeah, but um, Eddie gets home to Lee. And she asks how things went. She knows of his shady dealings. Like okay. she's come to terms with that's how they are going to make their living. But um, Eddie's a little bit um, disheartened. He used to be able to snatch a car and get to the job shop without the cops even noticing. Now with today's technology and everything, and he's also getting older and cars are getting more technologically advanced, it's getting harder. And cons are also getting harder. Like, you know, stealing someone's credit card information is not as easy as it used to be. And you see that um, Lee's kind of showing that she's... She she has the baby bump, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know... He says, I think it's time to do the big heist. You know, a lot of, and they kind of go into detail about how criminals always dream of that one big heist, you know, the yeah, one that yeah. will put them on the top so they can stop doing this and live a fairly normal life. Right. And she says, but you don't have a crew anymore. Um, at this time, you find out it's been several years since the Eds have spoken to each other. They used to kind of help each other out in Eddie's lower cons and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of went their separate ways. Ed got in trouble with the law, so he joined the military to strain out. Right. Double D thought it was finally time to go to school and finish his degree, so he went to UC Berkeley. Um, opposite end of the U.S. because this is taking place in New York. Right. Um, and she said, you don't really have a crew anymore. I'll help. But before she can say, finish saying I'll help, Eddie says, no, I'll never put you in that sort of danger. Besides, you're pregnant now. Uh-huh. Confirming what we have assumed. Yeah. Um, at that point, he says, besides, I know some guys that have never let me down before. They they will help. At that time, the scene ends with it, with it, with it zooming out on Eddie's wedding day to Lee. And there's two there's two other people you see. At this time, you don't know it's actually an Ed and Eddie remake, you know. I mean, <laughs> it has the title Ed, Ed and Eddie, but, you, you know, there's no, no indicator otherwise. Um, it zooms out and it shows Mark Wahlberg, um, James McAvoy, and um, um, what the dude, dude from Guardians of the Galaxy. I always forget his name. Chris oh, yeah. Pratt? Um, no. Dave um, Bautista. Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave Bautista. Anyway, they're, they're there, and you yeah. see them, you know, all chummy and stuff. And that last picture was about three to four years ago. Oh, right. interesting. So they haven't seen each other for about that long. Well, anyway, flash forward, we get to um, we get to where we are going to introduce Ed, mm-hmm. Double D. Okay. All right, genius. So I've already kind of explained to you guys his setup. He's yep. literally working nonstop for the first couple days of his job as a new coder. 
Um, one of these late nights, he gets a text from Marie, and Marie's calling him basically a loser and everything else. She's yeah. just berating him, and he, he the text is just like, where the hell are you? But he calls her, and you can hear her screaming yeah. through the phone, you know, and it's not nice, you know. No. She literally has him by the proverbial, proverbial balls, you know. Yeah. So he says, I'll be there in about 10 minutes. So they get ready to... He, get, he gets ready to leave, and as he's walking to the car, an arm wraps around his shoulder, all chummy-like, and he says, Yo, what's up, Sockhead? Um, oh. If you guys know Ed and Eddie, yeah, yeah, Sockhead yeah, yeah, is yeah. one of the nicknames for Double D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Eddie, and you know it's been a while since Double D has heard that voice, but it hasn't changed one bit, and he can't help but to be kind of happy that his friend's there at this time. And, um... You know, he tells Eddie, I'm really sorry, but I really gotta go. Marie's in one of her, on one of her war paths now. You know how she is. And he's like, oh, come on, you're already in trouble. What's one drink gonna hurt? Right. And mm. Double D's never been able to say no to Eddie. Nah. So he ends up, they Check. end up going to the bar. Yep. At that time, Ed, Eddie and Double D kind of catch up, and Eddie kind of lets him know that Lee is pregnant. And Double D can't help but to be kind of happy. You know, he's gonna be an uncle, so yeah. to speak. And not just an uncle, but an uncle to his best friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he's like, you know what? Next round on me. They decided to stay out for a couple more beers. Double D's kind of a lightweight, yeah, as you can, can imagine. Um, at that time, he starts letting into Eddie, who Eddie's there to recruit him for his team as the tech guy. Mm -hmm. um, but Eddie's not quite sure how to approach him about it because, you know, he needs a way in. He can't just say, hey, you want to rob a bank. That's kind of a big deal. So Double D lets slip that, you know, he's hundreds of thousand dollars in debt. UC Berkeley is not cheap. And the First National Bank in Nano happens to be a bunch of crooks that, you know... Um, he he make, he make, he pun, uh, he makes a he makes a joke calling them ice uh, calling them similar to ISIS and um, all goat fuckers international. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard that joke before. It's uh, it's kind of a stereotypical ISIS joke though. Mm -hmm. um, so ISIS. that's the first oh, quip that you kind of get an idea of. <laughs> so um, that's not from Rolf directly, but that yeah. is the first quip. Um, and that right there, Eddie realizes that's his end. So he approaches the subject kind of cautiously at first. Oh, yeah, it really sucks, you know, working minimum wage. What if I told you I had to wait for all that to go away? Now, Double D, drunk as he may be, still is logical to a, to a fault. And he gets very upset with Eddie. He's, Eddie, it's been five years since you've seen me, and this is how, the, the first time you come to find me is to ask me to rob a bank. Right. No, not going to happen. He's like, those days are long behind me. Mm -hmm. And he gets up to leave. He kind of stumbles a little bit, and he's about to fall, and Eddie catches him. And he says, at the very least, let me take you home. So, Eddie and him hop into Double D's car and drive off home. They, he, Eddie pays the bill, you know. One thing Eddie, one thing you find out about Eddie throughout all this is he never skips on the bar tab. He frequents <laughs> bars too often, and he can't have a bad rep there. He might be a con man everywhere else, but the bar is a sanctuary, so to speak. Oh, um, <laughs> um, anyway, so he gets to the apartment where he knocks on the door, and you just hear Marie screaming, like, who the hell is it? This, if this is you, Double D, you have some nerves really showing up this late. You should have just stayed at the office. And she sees Double D just like drunk as all hell like mm. eddie's supporting him and everything she's like oh i should have realized you're the reason he was gone so late mm. and eddie you can tell marie and eddie don't get along anyway right um so he just kind of goes in there sets double d down on um on the on the couch and then is ready to leave and on his way out marie's like hey you should really come by more often he misses you she kind of lets the softer side mm. out she said also lee called me and told me about the baby congratulations and that's pretty much how that interaction ends um you find out later because I'm really trying to save on time. Yeah. Double D will. So Double D said no at first, but he eventually comes back around upon a second visit from both Ed and Eddie. Um, he ends up. Uh, Marie pushes him to a point where she's berating him for not having money or anything like that, and he loves her. He truly does. He just doesn't have the balls to propose to her, and yeah. he makes a joke about him still getting stomach ulcers just at the thought of marriage. Yeah. You know. So <laughs> that's what pushes him to say yes eventually. Right now it's a hard no, but it will become a yes. 
Um, How many pages are we in now? Um, that's about six pages deep into the dialogue. <laughs> okay, John. Um, oh my god, you got this part yeah. out, but we don't got time for that. I, don't, like, I like where, I like it. Right. You already got a standing ovation here. Yeah, when I said right. pitch to la, some executive, la, I like it. Last bit it means my time is valuable. Right. Okay. Last bit. All right. Ed. Ed's the next one. He's a little bit. He's a little bit easier than Double D. He ends up saying yes. I've already kind of explained. He's in deep debt. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Eddie comes to one of his job sites. They call Ed up. Ed's like, "Hey, we're getting off soon. Would you like to come to dinner at mine and May's house?" Eddie gets there. So Ed has two daughters. They call Eddie Uncle Eddie. They love him. It's been a you know, it's been a while since they've seen him, but they remember him. Yeah. Um. So anyway, normally, so that would be five people total at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Eddie notices there's seven play sets. He asks May, "Oh, who else is coming to dinner?" And about that time, a knock on the door happens. It's Sarah and Jimmy. Oh. Eddie happens to oh. Eddie happens to know you know Sarah and Jimmy both went to FBI training. He doesn't know that they're part of a special unit or anything, but yeah. he's always uncomfortable around feds and <laughs> cops anyway. And you know, Sarah already doesn't like him, as we know from previous experiences in the cartoon. Yeah. Um, Jimmy is mostly quiet. You know, he's definitely beefed up quite a bit. He's yeah. no longer someone you can really pick on per se. Wow. He, 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 he's, he's, he's not intimid- He's not like super intimidating, like the Rock in a Dark Alleyway, but. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but basically, they come in. They they basically kind of friendly bicker back and forth, and they get ready to leave. Um, not too much has happened. You find out that um, Sarah and Jimmy are staying in town for a longer amount of time. You find out from them talking in the car later that they're there on a mission, but they disguise it as, oh, we're visiting friends and family in the area, you know? Yeah. And so Eddie doesn't think too much of it. Ed doesn't think too much of it. Ed and Eddie go for a walk that night. On, and that's when Ed lets Eddie know that even though he has this nice house and, you know, they have this nice family and dinner and the d- girls can go to ballet lessons and stuff, they've done it at a price. Eddie, or Ed works nonstop and also they've had to take out a second mortgage on the home and May's lost her job at this point and the union that Ed works for is about to go on strikes, which would mean essentially he had no <coughs> job for the, for, you know, however long the strike the lasts so if it lasts any more than like a couple months you find out they don't have the means to support this lifestyle without losing almost right. everything so eddie tells him about this job the bank happens to, the bank the first national bank of nano happens to own the or have the loan on the house so right. with double d's knowledge they would be able to just erase you know so to speak the fact that the loan even exists low loan getting the money from the bank so ed is a hard yes in there like he is immediately you know what I'm down. He's had his run-ins with the law, but at this point, he sees no other way out. Um, kind of like a once a criminal, always a criminal mentality, you know? Oh, my God. Um, and then I have other stuff, but basically the last thing you need to know, between each of these scenes where he's going to talk to each other, because each scene happens at night, so it's been separate days. Yeah. Um, in alleyways across the town, there's this shadowy figure with a baseball bat with, with plank face oh on it. Fussy kneecapped asking, where's Eddie? Uh, in this last scene here, at the end of this, he, he finds the guy who bought the car from the chop shop. And he has pummeled the guy to where he's black and blue, and he's breaking the car's windows and stuff with Plank's face. And at this point, you've seen up to his head, so like this, the whole part. And he's like, where's Eddie? And he's like, where'd you get this car? And that leads him to the chop shop, and that is where this has basically ended. Um, Like I said, Double D eventually says yes, because Marie berates him. and Because she berates him. And that's... Pretty much it. Okay. That's a really in-depth one. Yeah. And you know what? I can see Mark Wahlberg in this entire movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I try to cast. I try to cast the characters as best as possible. Are there any people you would change? Um, like we pointed out earlier for uh, Ralph. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's the only I one have that made like, change, but that's it. Because Kumal is a good. Is a yeah, good he is a good one. 
That's great. He played the dictator, uh, and that one makes it the dictator, uh, Borat, and then mm-hmm. Bruno as well. He also, yeah, he was also supposed to be, uh, he was, they had him for the lead cast for, um, the Freddie Mercury movie as well. Oh, really? Because apparently Well, that's he, interesting. Yeah, he, he looked the part, plus he almost sang the part. Uh, really? Apparently, the, the, when the guys were, like, doing practice, he was, like, the, the rest of the guys, they were, like, he was, like, 98% Freddie. That's wow. how good he was. Wow. Yeah, but he dropped out because the direction, the change in direction in the movie was, we want to go up to, you know, to celebrate the life of Freddy, and then we want to add it uh, a little bit more after, but then he was, I guess, it's like, no, this is the movie about Freddie Mercury, right? Uh-huh. Not you guys. Not to, you know, be insensitive, but yeah. this is Freddie Mercury. People come to see Freddie Mercury, they're going to get Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. And then yeah. he's like, no, but what about the rest of us? And then it's like, well, fuck you. I'm, I'm off. I'm, he walked away from that. Wow. Did we talk about this at the bar? I feel like you've told me about this before. I think so I have talked about so, this before. Yeah. Or maybe you talked about it last week. But yeah, but no, that's what happened on that. Um, I think we might have brought it up somewhere before. You know, Interesting. Like that's not something, happened. that's not a bit of knowledge that somebody would have dropped on me. I want to say, I think instead of calling it Ed and Eddie, it should be called Ed Boy. <laughs> something like that. Oh, just called Ed Boys? Ed Boys, or something like that. I can do with that. Like, I'm thinking, so I either want Quentin, Car- Quentin Tarantino to Ooh. direct it. Oh, I don't know. Or that. I want it to. Or so it either it'll take a serious route with that if he's the director, mm-hmm. or I want it to be kind of like serious but comical at the same time, like yeah, a dark but, comedy. But didn't John? Here's the thing, though. Didn't Quentin Tarantino already direct his last? Remember, he was. He said that in his lifetime, he's set to direct. I mean, he was it twelve movies in his lifetime? Then he's done. Mm-hmm. I think he directed his last movie, so if you're gonna try and buy him to come back to do an extra movie, I think that's gonna get. It's gonna be a lot. Well, <laughs> I feel like if Quentin Tarantino is directing, it's not gonna be a bank heist movie per se, because uh-huh. he doesn't nec- he doesn't just shoot a genre yeah like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. That'd be another thing. I- I'll really. have you know though, I had to fight every urge to not make two new characters for Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. I feel like you could spin it though, you know. I feel mm-hmm. like you could spin it like, like yeah. oh, no doubt. I'm just saying yeah. it wouldn't follow yeah. the yeah the typical bank heist yeah. movie yeah. like route. Yeah. Oh man, I really actually had a lot of fun writing this, and yeah. I'll probably continue writing it out. And oh maybe yeah, no, it's very I can share yeah. it in depth with you guys, but oh man, <laughs> yeah, like you said though, I'm gonna calculate the production cost to see by actors how much I've already. Oh, like this is like a billion dollar like budget <laughs> right here, like yeah, you have a lot of big names yeah. <laughs> just to get Tarantino back in. Oh yeah, like, yeah, back into like, the game. Cool. Yeah. Oh man, you're talking millions right there yeah. just for him. Alrighty, he just did that Charles Manson movie, right? Did he? Did he? Was that the yeah, one Once said? Upon a Time in Mexico? Or once oh, upon yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was that would be Okay. I haven't seen that one yet. But... So, we've tried all five beers. Mm-hmm. What was your rating? And look, there's an overall star rating down at the bottom. <laughs> yes. So, everyone, hurry or go through and mark down your ratings. I am going to go get a special surprise. I'm going to get a special drink for <laughs> oh, no. these two and myself. Gross. Not again. Mm-hmm. I have a better idea this time. You say that. I'm, here, I'm interested to hear the process this time. <laughs> you I say that. Blue keeps bringing toys to the door, by the way. Because he wants to play. He wants to play. Poor dog. I would definitely knock that one back. All right, boys. Uh, here it is again. Uh, here's the experimental section. Uh, here's the experimental oh, Why is it full? Why is it full? Yeah, why like do you always make them full? <laughs> because the protein um, uh, powder and stuff, like... Is this the it. peanut butter stout again? Yep. You already went to We're going with the same. Did the you shake it this time? <laughs> yes. Okay. Alright, so, All right, so same through. thing. Do not Don't dump it. it. Oh, yeah. it's bubbly. Oh. <laughs> Alright, smell oh, it first. How's it compared to last time? It smells alright. Smells better than last time? Yeah. It smells pretty good. Oh, crikey, it's bubbly. Oh, <laughs> ah, crikey. Crikey. 
quality. I don't think I drank this when I was Andre. That's quite a bit better, actually. Yeah, it's not as harsh as it was in the beginning. Yeah. But you might have dumped, like, God knows what. Yeah. I like how your Australian accent started turning, like, really Scottish and Irish <laughs> as it went on. I can only maintain accents <laughs> for so long. Went from one hemisphere to, the, to another. Yep. Okay. So what's the say on these first, guys? Comparatively to the last two. A lot better. I mean, I was able See, to take... I'm improving each time. I, I was able to take two sips this time. It's bearable. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to puke after it. Well, how many protein yeah. shakes have you had that are like, oh my god, I need more of that in my life? Like, See, that's what we're trying to aim for. Well, depend, oh, the, the protein well, I use, I yeah, mean, it's, it's, Look at Jake. <laughs> it's probably a lot. That's good. Uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's actually, really a, it's, it's not bad. I mean, I'm able to take a third sip out of this. It, it, like, really, it, it's a... Uh, it's the it's the just the right mixture. It's like, like you gotta figure out the right proportion. But you know yeah. what? It's, it's now like a... Uh, so... It's like a soda protein shake. Yeah. So, this time... I added, I, instead of using water and protein powder, I did milk and protein powder and put it in here. So I think that's what gave it the nice, like, texture and so, stuff. Oh, wait, wait. So you did whoa, milk, whoa, whoa. beer, and protein powder. And protein powder? I, oh. Okay. So I mixed the protein powder in the milk. Did you deliver okay. me such sin with soda, product, and milk? <laughs> <laughs> well, Coke and milk it used to actually be a very popular combination. Just FYI. What? Why do my animals drink that? Why do you make oh. me devolve into not a human? I was trying to, I was trying to figure out why, like, the top portion was like, very, it was just, like, creamy it was really froth. frothy and creamy, oh. and then it was, like, beer, and I was like, what? You're like, this is palatable, and then yeah, now that you know like, oh, this wait, milk, it's no. like, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> like, oh. As you all go back for another drink, though, I'm just saying. Compared to the first one, you couldn't even, we, none of us could even drink, like... No, like, none of us no. could stomach that this one. abomination. Okay. We got, we got to start wrapping up. Yeah, all right, so right. let's, let's do round robin, starting with Austin. What were your scores for the beers? You just do, let's just do rank, like, your, your top choice, your bottom choice. Yeah. yeah. Best I would say my overall would probably be... You know, for a good dinner beer, the Belhaven. Uh huh. 100%. Mm. Five stars on that one mm. for a good dinner beer. Also, the Praga. Yeah. Would be another one that I would enjoy just, you know, hanging out, having a good time with the boys. Your Those bottom tier? What's your bottom one? Mm. I don't know. See, I didn't. The problem is, I didn't have a pen. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should have said something. I have like five pens, dude. <laughs> I think it was because the fifth element was. Bit warm. Warm. Yeah. Would probably be the bottom one. But colder, I think the fifth element would be better. Okay. But for now, it would be probably. Fifth element. Yeah. Alright. Jake, what do you got? Uh, my, my number one is definitely uh, the Praga. Um, yeah. Like, followed by the Bellhaven in you know, like a close second. And I did like, I, I feel like the oatmeal, your oatmeal beer, Kevin, was kind of in the middle. And then. Yeah. It was, it was mine and Austin's towards the end, the fifth element. And the. The two lighter beers. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they really do need to be cold. That's the thing. Yeah. Is like, they weren't good warm. Yeah the, yeah. the heavier, darker beers, they, they can be a little warmer, but yeah, the, the wheats need to be cold. Yeah. All right, Dre? Uh, definitely, I enjoyed the stout much more than the Praga. So uh, the oatmeal stout goes uh, as my number one pick. I just really liked how uh, it just felt so nice. It was really good. The Praga came second because, uh, well, it's, it was just enough to pass. Like, it's not a stout. But it's just dark enough for me to enjoy. The wee heavy will come in afterwards because I didn't enjoy the initial kick. I didn't enjoy afterwards, so that's my middle. Uh, the Wayhen Staffener, uh, that one's coming in uh, fourth, and the uh, fifth element, but uh, what comes last. But like the guys, like the boys here said, yeah, I would probably enjoy these two chilled last two. All so, right, yeah. Kevin. Alrighty, uh, I'm gonna put the Praga as my number one. Really enjoyed that one. 
uh, coming in number two would be the Wee Heavy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put our uh, German beer. I'm going to avoid saying the name here. Because <laughs> number three. You know, I just put in my clip of me saying it properly. <laughs> overlay it. It just... Then I'll go with the uh, Oatmeal Stout. It wasn't too crazy. It was a little bitter for my taste mm-hmm. overall. Uh, and then the fifth element. That's my last. But again, if it was maybe a little colder, that might have been a little different. Um, so my favorite was the Praga, mm-hmm. followed by the Wee he- he- Heavy, followed by the German beer, and then the Fifth <laughs> Element, and then the Oatmeal Stout. I'm sorry, that was... Uh, oh, yeah, no. I... That, that was a pretty hard pass for me. Yeah. Um, I think the German beer would be pretty good chilled. Mm. Um, the Fifth Element just didn't have too much of an impression on me. I think yeah. chilled, mm-hmm. I don't think it could have come up enough. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, in the future, I think definitely what we'll do is we'll pour, a, we'll pour one into one of these five-ounce glasses, keep the others in that little ice chest over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then pour another one afterwards. I yeah. do feel like... It'll slow that. down kind of the drinking process, but I think it'll give us the optimum flavoring. Yeah, uh, I do feel like one day we'll probably revisit some of these chilled. Oh, yeah. Uh, just as a quick recap. So, for the next episode, hmm. I was thinking, give me your best basic bitch beer. Okay. So I like white claw. There's white claw. Wine. You know, There's different flavors of There's different flavors of hard so, seltzer. I will say, you know, it is Hocus Spice season, and oh. Oh. the basic are out in force. Oh no! So, yeah, apparently you know, it's thought of this year. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. Can I just bring like I don't know uh, Fosters with like pumpkin spice powder? And while we're at it, we're trying to get a cohesive theme going on. Yeah. I want you all to think of your most. The most basic bitch in history that you could think of. Oh, okay. And facts about the basic bitch. So I need someone famous. It could be from history, a celebrity, a (laughs) you know, an actress, a singer, an athlete. Oh no! What's the one? Uh, Come prepared with um, just facts about your most basic bitch in history. Our next week's podcast will be dedicated to the basic bitches out there. I like it. (laughs) All right. All right. Well. uh, All right. Have a good one, guys. Yep. So, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, Deuces to all. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Stop.